Bam, we're live. Hi. Hello. Thanks for doing this. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me back. Oh, oh where are you again, Rebecca? Dallas or just north of Dallas. So you are are you two out? It's is it nine oh one there? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you. Is this yeah. a good time for you? Uh yeah, I just got my running workout done a little bit earlier. Already, already you're one in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, to tell me, uh, that kind of fucks up my opening uh, line. I was going to say, I, I was hanging out with you last night uh, in front of the TV and on my phone, and I was like, I, I can't say this about a lot of people, but it looks like it's fun to be you. You know, like there's some people on the internet, you're like, oh, I want that person's body, or I wish I had their car, or I wish I had their girlfriend, or I wow. wish I had... And I was just like, Dude, fuck all that. It just looks like it's fun being Rebecca. But then if you ran this morning, maybe I got a... Well, that, that was that was less fun than the other things that I do, but it's just it it makes all the other things that I do more fun. Let's put it in that that way. You make you make a concerted effort to make life fun. Oh yeah, yeah. What's the point? Right. What What's the point if it's not? And and you have to make an effort to make life fun. It's just it's it doesn't happen on its own. I mean, I feel like we all do, right? Right, right. Th th yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, not not. It was a rhetorical you, not you in general. But there's some people who just like expect life to be fun, and it's like clearly like you're going out of your way to make shit fun. Like I just go to your yeah. Instagram, and I'm like, oh, this is a fun place to be. Yeah, I mean the 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 biggest thing is that I, I'm never bored. I think that's like the worst word I could ever use. I was like, I'm I'm never bored. If I'm bored, I have I have a serious problem on my hands. One of my kids, one of my kids used that word just this morning. I go, hey, why are you dressed? And he goes, because I'm bored. <laughs> and uh, I go, you don't even know what that means. He goes, you're right. <laughs> I go, so why are you dressed? He goes, I don't know. I'm like, better. Okay. <laughs> I I like that. Oh, look at Barry already. $1.99. Hi, Rebecca. Hello. Um, Sean, wow. Uh, hi, Rebecca. I love you. Oh, I love no, you too. And no one's messing around. You know, even better. Nothing to dislike about the person. Um, Fuselier. No? Fuselet. 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 Does anyone... Actually, the correct pronunciation, the French pronunciation is fusilier. Fusilier. How do you well, say it? Fuselet. Just simplify Fu it. Fuselet. Okay. Uh, fuselet is getting strong, man. Good work on the gains. Is that true? Are you getting strong? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Definitely moving some weights that I couldn't move last year. So that's you're, exciting. You were already strong. Basically what they're saying is, is you're getting strong relative to this crazy group of horses that you run with. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It is it is a crazy group that you run with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know, it was it was um it was fun having you at the games. There was a kind of a um every woman's kind of uh feel to you, like like, like you were the people's choice, right? Oh, but 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 there was kind of also like a um a Cody Anderson kind of piece to you. Like, will we ever see? You know, the crowd will stand up and cheer for you and go crazy, um, or maybe a Chris Spieler, but but that's it. She's done. But it, it doesn't. It actually doesn't look that way. It looks like people like me who just thought, oh, how cute Rebecca made it. It looks like we might eat our words. Like like you're you're going for it. I mean, that that's the plan. And it's it's not only to prove like all those words from others um, wrong, but also I want to prove it to myself that that I, I, I'm getting back and I feel I feel good. Like 
I think, and I was really trying to go through this in my head of like where I was last year compared to this year. And it's really you mean, just sorry. Been, you mean at this time, you mean at this time outside from the games? Okay. Last year. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's yeah. actually, it's actually really cool. I mean, we're a little bit sooner than where, um, kind of, we chatted, you and I chatted, uh, from last year. It's a little bit earlier because we chatted after, after semifinals, after there was trash talk everywhere, you know, I haven't forgotten about that. Oh, good. <laughs> and, um, I would just kind of put myself like, where was Rebecca last year? And I think we've always been on this upwards trajectory and I've always felt like I, I've been steadily growing. And then last year was just like the Mario mushroom power up that is just like, here we go. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm good to go and um, ready to like, I got that super boost and that confidence that I needed to go for it. There's this, um, not that this matters at all. I mean, obviously this, that, this is just this is like eating cotton candy at the fair. Like we're gonna eat some, but we we're gonna eat it in the quarter, and hopefully no one sees us eating it, right? <laughs> it's just it's a, it's the lowest form of humanity eating cotton candy, but it has to be done once in a while. Um, if you make it to the games this year, there does become something. There is something about you that's very uh, Chris Spieler, Dan Bailey, Josh Bridges. There's a a funness to you that people can like really get behind. Um, uh, big names to be up there with. Well, you're, you're, you're such a, you're such a unique athlete uh, in, in your, in, in all your presentations, your stature, uh, your physique, uh, your demeanor, um, your, your approach. It's all um, it's fun. There's it's, it's you in that world of superficiality and, and money and fame and attention there. I mean, you, you, um, you know, in the UFC, they call it the it factor. You have it, but, but well, then, but then you still got to, you still got to get in there and it's, it, is, is right. it just nuts getting into the CrossFit games? Is it just, yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's funny. Cause we're getting up to like hype, the hype, and everything leading up to semifinals and everything. And I'm like, I, I keep telling everyone and every, everybody likes to ask, you making it back to the games? I'm like, that's the plan. And I'm sure like every competitor out there gets asked that. But if you're like, there is like maybe like a few people that can say, yeah, you'll, you'll see me at, again at the games, like 100% certainty. Everything else is up in the air. Like it, it's fair game to everyone. I think last year I was really like threw myself in in that pack of like like the cards of like, I have a chance. I'm going to go for it. I have a chance. Um, it's, it's anyone's game. You got to, the, the field is getting so freaking competitive that like you just, you have to go out there and execute perfectly to make it. So, uh, um. Will you hold on one second? This is I, I apologize here, uh, Jessica. I I owe you an explanation. Uh, Jessica says Jethro, yeah, looks like uh I'll be a permanent detective, which I wanted. I was put on a list, being cautiously optimistic. Uh, by the way, congratulations. I want uh, Jessica Valenzuela is a uh, police officer. Jessica, a few days ago, I said something on the show, and I've been thinking about you nonstop ever since um I said it, and I said that um I, I think it, it could have come across that women. I said women shouldn't be police officers and they shouldn't be in the military. Let me. I just want to refine you more what I'm saying. I don't. First of all, if if there's a role for something that's intrinsically women, they should absolutely do it, no matter what, even if it's in the police force and the military. What I meant more was is that there shouldn't. There's jobs out there that we shouldn't 
um, lower the bar so that women can get in. Absolutely, if a woman wants to be a police officer and she can pass the test, she should be in there, but not at the cost of jeopardizing the public. Same with a firefighter, same with a um, uh, uh a police officer, just in the same way that I, I don't, I think it jeopardizes the public if a man puts on a fake tit, pair of tits and tries to breastfeed a baby. Like I think that that's not that men shouldn't be doing that either. So I just, I just want to tell you that if it came across that I was saying that I don't think women should be cops, I, it was out of context and it was too strong. We, we, but for another show, but but I've been thinking about you. Okay, sorry, I know this is your show, uh, Miss. Uh, it's your show, so Fu- Fusely, enjoy it. Fusely, thank you. Fuselet. Fuselet. What, what is the problem? How f- fuselet. Fu I just put F-U-S-E-L-E. Fuselet. Here's the part um going back. Rebecca, uh, do you fancy a bowl of cereal? Hold on, don't answer that yet. It, it's it's one short sentence that it seems unfair to ask because it's such a surmount it's it's such an insurmountable task like oh are you going back to the games it's like oh are you going to climb Everest well I'm going to try but only three out of a hundred people who attempt it make it and it's like I, I almost feel bad that when um, people ask you that question or when I ask someone that question do you plan on going back to the games because the question's so easy to ask but the task is so monumental right I mean it's just yeah. It, it, it really is. It, it's, it's hard uh, when you spend the hours that us athletes do in the gym and go through the training that, that we do to just like you, you would not be the that level competitor if you weren't like on the edge of your seat and like realizing that there's a big chance that you don't make it. Right. And, and it people like, people are always, and especially with my page being it, like, I try to keep it so positive and everything. And everybody's like, it's, it's so almost backwards. Like you want to be that optimistic, but you also want to stay in reality of, Hey, there's a very small number of athletes that, that can do, can do this. And it just, for, for me, that's motivating for me. That's motivating because I want to be in that small pack. For, for you to go to the CrossFit Games would, for, would be for me to be like get Tucker Carlson on or Don Lemon on uh, today and ask him, hey, I heard you got fired. Those are news anchors. And ask him, hey, I heard you got fired yesterday. It, it, it would be – or if I got like, um, I don't know, uh, The Rock on my show. Mm. Like I, I, don't, I don't even I, – you, you know what I mean? I, that's, I mean how, that's, that, that's the level. I have another 10 years of interviewing before I'm going to find someone, some way of getting The Rock on. That's why Work it's just – put in. Last year, last year, I told people, I was like, here, here's where I look at year by year. And um, I hate, I think people are starting to really understand that, like, if you look at social media, like, that's a very small, like, small thing of, of what I do. And people don't realize how, like, methodical Matt and I are with my, my training and how serious I, I am about my training and everything. But last year, the window for me or the percentage of me making it to the games, like that window started to open up a little bit. And I knew if I went in and executed everything perfectly, we'd be in. Now going into this year, my job and what I think we've done is made that crack a little bit bigger of how I'm going to, if I can get to the games, just by getting a little bit stronger and more fit. 
What, what place did you end up taking at the games? 30th. I, my goal was to make that cut line. And, and, and you I made was, it. Yeah. Wow, crazy. And, Congratulations. And hung on by a, a thread. And, and, and you took 30th, 30th with also having a last place finish in the capital workout. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, here, uh, Philip. Uh, I'm going to guess the answer is yes. Uh, is Rebecca, that literal? Do you Am fancy I- a bowl of cereal? Yeah, like would you like to sit down with – do you have a bowl and a spoon and, and milk and a box and the mm-hmm. stuff falls out and you're like, mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The carbs. I, I'm my my job is to eat right now. Yeah, that's crazy. How much do you weigh? I have gained three pounds since last year. Woo, one twenty eight, one twenty eight. And uh, at, at any at any price, like um, has it affected your gymnastics or at, no. at any cost? No. No, I. So you've allocated, my- you've distributed, and allocated it nicely all over the physique. Yes. Yes. Okay. I hope, I hope some of it has gone to my arms. Honestly, I look at pictures from last year and I got like these little noodle mm-hmm. arms, but, um, no, I think I would have to go n- nutsos on unhealthy foods to be able to gain weight to where it affects like my huge gym- gymnastics background. And I don't think if I, if I'm the way that I'm eating, if I always eat clean and everything, I'm, I'm going to, I just need to eat more of that. I'm definitely going to put on weight, but it's going to be good weight. That's muscle. That's only going to make my gymnastics stronger. I'd have to go so crazy to make it affect like the, my pulling on a rope climb or my pulling on, on pull-ups or anything like to be to move that weight around. There's this, um, a phenomenon that I heard that I can't even understand that for, for you guys, you people, you know, your kind, um, that you have muscular fatigue before cardiovascular fatigue when you do burpees. Um, is, that, is that true with you? I've kind of broke through on that stage in the past, like couple uh, year and a half, I feel like. And that's weird that you bring that up because it was a thought very recently. I'm very because, weird. And I appreciate you uh, noticing that. Thank you. A couple of weirdos. Um, but I was thinking about it on running the other day and i've been upping my running volume and where i that's like that with running too with you you'll get muscular fatigue and running before you get cardiovascular fatigue depend depending on what it is but i'll say my hamstrings will burn up before my lungs start to breathe too hard and i that used to be reversed this is so bizarre yeah it used to be reversed like and and i think a lot of people have gotten really smart and i don't know if you've done and i recently this past season matt and i have as have jumped into the um the bucket of training zone two a little bit more and experimenting with that what does that mean is, zone two like just somewhere you keep your it's, heartbeat it's all, yeah, it's all a heart little rate. less than as hard as you can go. Mm-hmm. One is like you're going balls to the wall, and two is a little I, less than that. I do not like training zone two, okay. because I like because I like CrossFit. I like the feeling of feeling like you're di- you're dying on the floor, and we just never get in that heart rate zone. And if you think about something like the Capitol, and that was something that's a that's a um category that we don't hit a lot in the early season of being like 30 and 40 minute workouts. And when we get to semifinals, I'm thinking we're going to have, I, 
I'm thinking we're going to have a longer piece for sure. We haven't had that many long pieces through the open. You can't really program that much because people can't do like 40 minute videos on their on their phones and everything, or you can't do a 40 minute open workout. So it's just a whole nother domain that you just got to kind of stretch into. But recently, I, I'll say that to a lot of people, like depending on the workout, obviously, but I'll be running and I'm like, I feel like I don't start breathing hard until I start feeling like, oh shoot, my, my legs are burning. My legs are getting heavy. My, like I can feel my hamstrings and my calves working. So it's interesting. So along that same line, when you say it's your job to eat, is it really like that? Like you have to force yourself to eat because that's another thing I can't imagine. I can't like, for me, my whole day is, is like this. Don't eat that. Don't eat, don't eat that. Don't eat that. For, yes, for, I mean, any of us athletes, we're eating like so, so much because you're doing these high intensity workouts multiple throughout the day. And we know that the magic of these high intensity workouts is you continuously burn calories throughout the day. Now, for me, and especially when we get into the summer, a lot of people don't know like how much I was working and up on my feet, training and coaching, like even up to leading towards the games that I literally have to plan out eating windows or I'll, I won't eat. I'll be too busy. I'll be, I'll, um, be caught, caught up doing something. So I have to plan out my eating windows, but yes, my whole family laughs at me because training's the easy part for me going home and eating like my full plate of food. Yeah. That's challenging. Do you think you can be an athlete and have a, um, so there, um, there's words out there like a eating disorder or, um, bad relationship with food do you, do you think there's some level of relationship between all athletes and food that is I, I don't even know i don't i don't know what the word is that, it's, well, let me let me go ahead were you gonna say something that that, that it's just poor like no it, no not like not even that it's unhealthy i don't want to categorize let me let me start here at some point when you're done competing at crossfit you're going to have to lower the, your food consumption, mm -hmm. right? Um, will that be easy? Do you look forward to that? Or is that something – or will it be fucked up? Or like basically every time I hear like an athlete be like, yeah, I got an eating disorder. I'm like, well, of course you do. Like it, I, I can't imagine any athlete not having an eating disorder. I just don't think that that's the right word. So, some significantly high intense relationship I with the consumption of fuel, it, 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 right? I agree with you. I think there, there's there's definitely parts that are that are uh, deeper than just the food. And I, I've tried to put myself in. What in do you mean? Like how you look in like, your clothes, like the paranoia of how you look in your clothes? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's more like it, all of that stems from insecurities. Right. You want to look a specific way. The bottom line is, is you have to work in some way to 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 create the, the body that, that you want. And I think a lot of people get caught up in actually getting overwhelmed with the, the work side of it. And it, it's a, it's a really, it's a really touchy subject because I mean, it, it's, it's literally like, like a, a true relationship with another person is your, your relationship with food and everybody, grows up a different way in different households and you're constantly having to adjust and adapt but you don't want to know what the scary part of food is that I always tell people especially when we work with people at, over here at, at nutri for nutrition is there's no escaping it it's lifelong 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like if you're a drug addict, you can get away from Coke. You ain't getting away from food. You have to eat. Right. And the hard part is, is I feel like people get they 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 have it flipped. They can flip their mindset a different way that this is lifelong. It's not like it's not always going to be a constant struggle. It can be if you choose to make it that way. But you can also make it this lifelong adventure of I'm going to try this. It didn't work. Screw that. I'll go try something else. And you have all of these opportunities to go and fix that where people I think where people get overwhelmed is just the work side of it. You have to try different things. And then guess what? When you get old, your body's going to change and you're going to have to figure it out all over again. Yeah. I, I guess um, you have to put the effort to 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 tinker and experiment, but then you, and you then you have to have the discipline to follow through. Right. And that it's challenging. It's challenging. Uh, Tyler uh, Mazels. And then his questions on here. Thanks, Tyler, for the loot. Uh, shit. Didn't attach a message. Oh, then you don't get a question. No. Uh, could she <laughs> speak on her instructional videos? We are trying to do something similar at my affiliate and would love some general perspective. OK, I had a question about those, too. Mm -hmm. um, let me start with this. Um, thanks, Tyler. We, um, are those did you make were you like, shit, I got to think of a way to make money. So I'm going to make these. Or were you like, fuck, this is something I really want to share. This is kind of cool how I figured out how to handstand walk. I'm going to I'm going to share this. Uh, no, I, I wanted to do those because I love to coach and it's a way I can reach a broader. You do audience. love to coach, huh? Mm -hmm. I just mm -hmm. was looking at your, uh, rowing coaching video. I'm like, this girl loves what she's doing. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So it's a way for me to, um, one, expand my hour of coaching in the gym and, and touch more of the athletes here that want to dig deeper into their training without having to, like, I, I have to be very smart with my time. And nowadays I'm just like, when like I'm, I work with my athletes really in depth in class, but it's literally my schedule goes from right when I finish class, I'm going to take like a five minute break and then I'm on to my next workout, like training. So I'll work with people a little bit in, in, or, or as much as I can in class in depth, chat with them for a few seconds with uh, right after class. Once they have any questions, I'm like, Hey, if you really want this skill, I have a, a video series. I need you to go watch it. Come back to me with any questions, but we got to like, there's a lot of reps, like online, a lot of coaching tips online that I've made just for you guys. And anyone who, who wants to dig deeper into you guys have so so basically it, it was a coaching tool whose idea was it to just put it online so people can buy it in a cart who don't go to your gym uh i recently did this um on on my website is just i had pdf programs already written out and i was like you know what this is me trying to be a better businesswoman too because I, this is my living and i am trying to to make something off of this with without letting it letting it taint like my love for um doing all of this but i mean basically that pdf is just like that it's super cheap and then the, the time that it takes to put together i just throw it up on the website and be like hey people have asked how to support my page and my channel so i keep making those videos i'm like guys as long as i, I love to do it i'm going to keep doing it but if you want to support it like go get you something out of it go get the pdf like follow the pdf makes it even better yeah that's cool and, and are people doing that yeah. Yeah. And, um, gotten some good feedback from them. I'm, I'm really proud of it. 
Um, and and you're you are uh, from our first interview, first time we talked. You have a, a what is it? Nine years, ten years of gymnastics background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not, and not just dabbling, not just a one day a week thing, but go till the wheels fall off the bus. Yeah, I was full time, and that's pretty much all I know how to do up to this point. I laugh at myself, like all I know how to do is train. That's all I've been doing my my whole life. So, I um, hey, do you think that you learned how to coach because just watching so many other coaches did did, did, did it just come naturally to you? Because one of my sons is like a coach already. He's oh yeah, eight and he just co- yeah, and he coaches, and it's just it's you know like anything. So I and, think I re- I really found what I love to do. And, and when you do, when you're doing what you love to do, you pour a lot of effort into it. Right. And I think I got so, so lucky with, with opportunities from um, being coached by Matt. He's such a gifted coach and programmer. So I, I learned everything from him. Uh, and Matt's your husband. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> Rebecca. Uh Oh, when Andrew Hiller says something like this, I feel like there's accusations attached to it. Uh, Sevon, uh, Rebecca has gained 12 pounds this month. That's that's. There's no way. That's not true, is it? What have you been eating? Can I get on that? No, he says yeah. you have. Oh, Sevon has. <laughs> I have. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I, in a, I, I got this stuff called No Explode that um, I, I saw Hiller was taking. And I took that and a bunch of extra creatine and I put on 12 pounds probably like right away. But All I'm, muscle. But I stopped like, no. <laughs> but I stopped in like uh, four or five days, four or five days ago and I'm already lost like six pounds. Uh, Jonathan Ortega, uh, my left leg is 128 pounds. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, okay. Uh, Jessica, yes. Uh, we shall circle back around. Jessica, I missed it, but Jessica's the police officer I was uh, talking to earlier. Uh, five, you're 5'2"? Five yes. Okay. Yep. To put that in perspective, if everyone wants to know how tall I am. I am a whopping five five. I stand I, when I would talk to uh, Rebecca. I look down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jan Clark, Zone Two is the soaking of fornication. Wow, no shit. Uh, are you familiar with the term soaking? Mm-mm. Do Suppos- I need to be? I don't know. Supposedly, it's what the Mormons do because they're not allowed to like thrust, and so you just soak. Can you see the picture there? You're, almost too, you're too young for me to talk mm-hmm. to you about stuff like that. Um, okay, but you are married. That opens that that that's uh, uh-huh. that, that um okay. Uh, I want to sh- I want to play a little bit of this, and uh, this is pretty intense. And then and then stop and ask you some questions uh, about some little tidbits in here. Okay, here we go. Um, whose idea was it to film this? Yours? Uh, yep. Is this part of the day in the? And do you edit all your own videos? Uh, most of the things you guys see on Instagram, I edit the professional, like looking vlogs and the short, uh, trailers and edits that go with that, that are sometimes posted on Instagram. That's my media person, Gerard. Um, but all the reels and everything, that's all me. And, and the day in the life, um, that you talked about, uh, you put up on YouTube yesterday that you talked about, you're planning on doing a day in the life. It sounds like you plan on filming and editing that. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you shooting? What kind of iPhone are you shooting on? I don't even know what this is. The 13. And are you um, shooting in, in 4k? I don't even know. I'm you don't know. I don't even know. I'm not, I just make do with what I have. I, yeah, I understand. There's a, um, there's a setting on here. You you may want to shoot in 4K. You go to the camera setting, and then you go to video, 
Can you do it straight from there? Oh yeah. See, is see it the a cinematic? No, see, well, that's smart to film in that too. See in the upper left hand or upper right hand corner, there should be some numbers. Like it should say HD or 4K. Upper right hand corner and really small writing when you turn the camera on and switch to video turn. mode. Oh. Oh. What do you have it in? So it if I click it, it has HD 30 and 60. Okay. So put it for can you click it again and push 4K? Push the no, note. you can't push that HD. I only and have those. Is it the type? Of, is it my phone? But it looks like way better in sixty. Well, uh, somewhere. Oh, there we go. There we go. You got four K. I don't know what I did. Yes. Okay, and now that will that will uh... that will su suck up a shitload of your storage if you didn't get the big phone. I have a pretty decent amount of storage. I use all my family's storage, so I need to work on that. It okay. will. But anyway, you want to shoot in four K if you're going to do a blog. Okay, thank you. For YouTube, there you go. All right. I'm learning so much. Here we go. Scariest moment I think I've ever been in, and I was like, no regrets. I said that right before that last event at semifinals is no regrets. I will leave every ounce of my heart and soul on this floor, and whatever happens, happens, and I'm going to be proud of it because – I'm like getting emotional right now thinking about it. That makes me so proud and and happy. And I this is this is the talk that you had at semifinals, 2022. Mm -hmm. Is it a pretty organic talk? Or are you just are you just there and then you just hear the conversation start up in your head, or was it a plan? No, 100. These are the on my YouTube page. I do what's called move mindset talks on Monday. Every Monday we kick off the week with with one of those videos. I'm not kidding. I try to keep things as real as as possible. I literally set up my phone camera, pick a topic, and then talk about it. Like, Dude, it's so obvious you're real, by the way. It's like don't yeah, I don't so edit obvious. any of those. Yeah. Um, unless something like cuts out with the mic that I just need to chop out, like like you can't hear anything. I don't edit those. I they go straight from my phone up to YouTube, uh, no edits or anything. And that one I just talked about. Um, it was really just like a, a general topic of like how how I changed my mindset and really what shifted like um, really propelled me forward last year. But I didn't realize it was gonna make me that that emotional. And I was like, dang, I'm I I like that's how important all of this is to me. But like, it mean, completely uh, changed my life. I don't mean I don't mean this particular instance, but I mean the the instance that you're referring that you were having that self talk. Was that all? Was that um? Uh, did, did you create that original new content for yourself? To, to, I'm kind of being cheeky, but when you hear this voice start up in your head, Rebecca. No regrets. Are you like, oh, that's some good shit. Okay, I'm fucking giving myself a pep talk here. No, I mean, I remember I literally said that out loud on the floor. Wow. Right before they said go. I said no regrets. I could see like that that lane like at regionals. It's so it's so fun and cutthroat at the same time. You're in a lane. You got like and, and in that situation, you got literally the people that you're competing with right next to you and the lanes right next to you. It's 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 a scary situation to be in. And especially since like people that have been following me since the beginning, like since my teenage years and everything know like how 
I've just been there like consistently throughout the years. And there was a point like building up to the, to um, wanting to make it back to the games. This was when they started changing the structure of the season, like over and over that I was like, I feel like they still do that. They still do. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I was like, I feel like, I don't know if it's ever, there was a part of me that was like, I don't know if it's actually ever going to happen, but I mean, I, don't know anything other than training and working hard. And I said, if I want this, like, I I just got to stay at it. And then the last season in that moment, you're, you're just kind of like, your goal is literally on that finish platform and I can see it. I'm like, Oh, that's scary. Are you going to North? Are you going to North America East or West? West. I'm in the West. Man, savage. Okay. Uh, Let's play. Let's play a little bit more here. I remember looking at Matt's face and everything. Um, But yeah, the difference was in how I qualified to the CrossFit Games and made my dreams and made my goals is I freaking believed in myself. What does that mean? I believed in myself. I could see it. Like I could see me being at the games and that's, that's plain and simple. I could see it again. Yeah, that's crazy. It's so weird. I'm 51 years old and I still don't know how to visualize. This is such a good video. So you you see it. Mhm. And I'm I'm always that person. Like I'm so with my creativity and making videos and everything and with some of like the community events that, community events that we do here at the gym. People I'll joke like halfway joke about it all the time. Like if I have a vision for how I want to set up the gym for this community event, I'm like, don't mess with my vision. I can see it. It's going to get done. If I could see it, it's going to get done. So it's like joking little things like that. But when it comes to like this and I say I can see it, I'm like, oh, I like it makes sense. The pieces are here. Like we just got to go do it now. You, you, you obviously, when you say, you say, I believe it, that I can like, there's things that I believe, right? Like I believe if I walk out that door over there, I'll be outside. And I believe my kids are in the kitchen right now doing their schoolwork. But when you say you can see it, it's not where, where do you see it? Is it like, where do you see it between your ears or do you see it kind of like, where do you see it? So there was, there was something I never really, and I I don't expect anyone like that super young. And you got to realize like in, I've talked about it in the past. Like I, 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 the sport of the, the type of athletics that I've done in the past has made me grow up really, really, really fast. And I think it's just my personality of, I was, I've always been the one, like, if I'm going to do something, I'm going all in on it. And there were so many times in the past that I was like, okay, I can tell you, I want this thing, but do I truly, can I truly see myself or, or believe that I can actually get there? Or maybe I didn't have the right tools or right people around me to help me like make this possible like here. And that's why I'm so feel so incredibly blessed and thankful. The pieces are here. I just have to work hard and work smart. And then if, if I don't like, I feel like if I, if I can't do that with what I have, like right now, it, it'll, it's not meant to be. Um, let me, I, I, I hear you. Sorry. I, I'm going to beat a dead horse though. When you say you see it, it, it so I, I, a lot of UFC fighters say that they visualize stuff. 
um, and, and, and I and I watched so many interviews with those guys or just you mm-hmm. know little sound bites. Um, do you remember the first time you saw something? The first time you could visualize something? Do you remember like were you just a little kid and like you're like man I want to do a backflip and then you kind of saw yourself doing it in your head first or do do you remember? Is is everything like that to this day? Like if you're gonna jerk like you, you know uh, two hundred pounds, will you see it first? Mm. I don't think everything is like that, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll go the, on the opposite end of the spectrum for you. When I was competing in uh, um, the teenage divisions, when I was a competitor in gymnastics before that, I could see me failing and I oh, couldn't see me succeeding. Oh, that's some scary shit. Yeah. And I could never see me succeeding. What? Oh, wow. That's fascinating. If yeah, I, it's just like cloudy. It's like cloudy, and I couldn't overlook failing. Mm, that's good shit, Rebecca. Rebecca Fusele, Fusele, Fusele. I had to look down my notes. Fusele, so fucking lame. I'm supposed to be good at interviewing people. I have to look down to remember how to say your last name. I, I, I that's crazy. That sounds terrifying to to see yourself failing. That I kind of get because if I have thoughts of like failing, I don't um, I, I do my best not to indulge those at all. What do you do with those when you get those? Well, I think I think that's the the hard part is like a lot of people don't know what to do with them. And, and sometimes I, I mean, I don't know what to do with them. Sometimes I feel like they're almost crippling. But and I talk about it a lot with the mindset training that I do is I was like, if you could just recognize like hey, this is negative right now. This is this is what I have in my brain right now. What, do you, what are you going to do with it? Do you back away from whatever the task is at hand? Or do you figure out a way to shift and move around that, that, that negativity? But I just remember there was a, a shift last year. And um, building up to last year, I just, there was something that I, I finally... I felt like my hard work, I was accepting that my hard work was enough and it would get me to where I needed to be. And I knew it would be right on that cut line if we did everything right. So so I think I'm starting to piece this together. I'm going to make a leap here. The more you believe in yourself, the, although, although that there is some, you're describing believing in yourself is, is the same as um, being able to see it, but the more you believe in yourself, the clearer pick your picture gets, you get a higher fidelity. You go from HD to 4k of being able to see it. Boom. Full circle. But let's, let's say this. I think people look, I, I don't like, I don't want to be that cheesy. Believe in yourself. Follow your heart type person. Let's, let's just, just say this. Be yeah, real with make yourself. It practical. Yes. Okay. Be real with yourself. Yeah, this is either going to happen or it's gonna, it's not going to happen. And you you're going to attempt it one way or the other. And hopefully you put your full effort into it. OK, um, uh, do you prefer bagels? Uh, Trish. Hi, Trish. Good morning. Dollar ninety nine. This is really a thirteen dollar question. But uh, do you prefer bagels or donuts? Mm. I prefer donuts, but actually I eat bagels for the carbs. Yeah, good stuff. Um, uh, cream cheese? No. No, okay. I just, I eat for the carbs, really. Okay, okay here we go. And I could see little Becca 
So what happens there? Your tear ducts just turned on and you're, and you're noticing that. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm for some, you're like reason, a robot like and it's like tear ducts on. You're like Iron Man tear ducts on. Yeah. You're like, wait, I didn't say tear yeah, ducts on. Why are they turning on? Unfortunately. Yes. I was like, I, I was debating whether to stop the video too oh, wow. at that point, but I didn't. Hey, what ethnicity are you? I'm a quarter Japanese. Oh, okay. And, and what else? Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, nothing really. Yeah, your eye, your eye, your eye sockets are so unique. <laughs> like Thank the shape, you. like the shape of them. Like, you know, like where that thing that the eyeball looks out of. <laughs> okay. This oh, that awesome. lip, that lip bite thing. One time, this is so fucking off uh, subject. <laughs> One time I saw this montage of women who um, it was like women who obviously are like in, it was women being interviewed by men and it should or, or women interviewing men like women interviewers of men. And it said these women are obviously smitten over the men. And the one um, uh, continuity that all these women did was they bought they bit their lip like that was like a telling well, sign like that, when a girl's I, in love with a man. But that's a flirty thing. I wasn't. Yeah, I, didn't even... I mean, there was just a camera in front of me. There was the no one else there. Right. That was, but but yeah, but you were probably that's like some form of like holding back emotion, right? You bit your lip, like you were. Yeah, just trying not to look like a complete weirdo, crying by myself in a room. Not too late. <laughs> I could see little Becca, who's always told she's too small. That she's too small for this, and isn't that weird? I never thought girls ever did that. Never had that the too small thing. I hear so many guys talk about it. Somehow, even though I'm small, I never went through that. I never had any small issue. I never thought uh, that didn't stick to me. But th well, that was that was a thought to you that you're too small. Like you, but you've had some like. Yeah, I mean it's 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 clear it and it, and that was something that was that I I crippled myself on is like the first time I went to semifinals I'm standing next to to Brooke Wells and Amanda Barnhart and I'm like half of their size and I'm like okay right. this is this is and it was it's intimidating for sure and yeah people tell me that all the time is it you do want I think I'm in the best sport possible for me and to be able to prove like I believe in hard work if there's one one big thing I believe in is hard work and you can make whatever you want and whatever you tell yourself and how you it's it's you'll you'll become what you tell yourself and as long as you put in put in the effort and everything but yeah um it's plain and simple it, it we can't overlook mass moves mass and there I will never weigh one 150 I will never weigh 145 but the size thing is so it's new to CrossFit. You didn't grow up thinking, "Oh my God, I'm small." It, because in gymnastics, it was all good, right? No, yeah, you can be small in that okay. sport. All the hard training days, all the all the blood, sweat, and tears it came down to that moment. So, yeah, so told you guys I'm an open book, man. I've never talked this out like that before. What's crazy too is, is you have three times the amount of followers as Jason Hopper. And 
I could argue that you have no thirst picks on your Instagram account. And you're a 30th place uh, finisher. And it's because... But, but maybe if I take advantage of my unique eye sockets, maybe I could. <laughs> just, an eye, just an eye socket series? <laughs> or... But I'll never forget that. Because it wasn't the moment of hearing your name called. It was like, holy crap. I've done all the physical reps for so many years and I just kept putting in the mental reps. Okay. Here it is again. I kept putting in the mental reps. What is that? Is that going back to this scene and believing thing? I don't put in any mental reps. That's, that's the, when you, a lot of people ask this question too. I train the majority of the time I'm training alone in there. And I prefer you say great question, Sevon. That's the first I've heard of it. Not, I get that question a lot, but anyway, that's just, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but I, I train alone most of the time and that's not, I've always kind of been that way. I, I, I'm pretty like intrinsically motivated. I, I, I train by myself most of the time and part, most of that's because I'm my schedule. I've put, I've said this in the past, like I've put all my eggs in this basket. I, I'm making a living off of coaching and I'm kind of creeping my way into pro athlete now. Okay. But that's not, I mean, it, the, the, it's, that's still very small. So my schedule goes from coach to train, coach, train, coach, train all day. It's hard to, to, um, and I do have some, some buddies here that, that I'll train with, but they're, they're like quarterfinals, uh, level. I will in the, in the future, I do want to like reach out to, um, I have chatted with a few other athletes, like maybe possibly training with them leading up to some bigger competitions and everything just to see where we're at. And it's always good to get that push from someone else, but it's hard to go in the gym and question whether you're giving a hundred percent when it's just you in there. And so, so, but by the ahead. mental, is, is that what you mean by the mental reps? Just all of the, the questioning yourself? Or, yeah, or mean, it's it's okay. a mental fight every single day, every single day in there. I was just I before I hopped on, I was I'm on um deload week right now, and I asked Matt. It's it's a little bit it that those are the weeks that get confusing to me because we're trying to get my body kind of recovered and um still getting in some work, but be, the next few weeks after this week are gonna be like very hard challenging we're pushing the pace leading up to semifinals and I just asked him I, I was like it's kind of hard right now because I'm supposedly on this deload week and I'm trying to do these workouts to where I'm like getting work in but still recovering but I don't want to feel like I'm half-assing it and it's 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 always um it's just as much mental training as it is physical a deloading means basically uh, still training but resting. Yeah, I'm um, basically my lifts are going to be lighter. We're still getting a um a good bit of work in, but we're not beating. My body won't get beat up this week. Will you feel recovered? Does it yeah. feel better? Is it... At the end of the week, I should feel pretty recovered. So physically, you feel better, but mentally, you start questioning yourself, like, "Hey, is this stupid to to take your foot off yeah. the gas?" Yeah, I don't I don't want to waste a single day when if I were to get in a situation where I'm like, I know I didn't put my my work in to this workout the way I should have. And I don't make the games. 
I'll go back and blame myself for that specific moment. Like I should have trained harder that day. Wow. Uh, Scott Schweitzer, Clydesdale Media, uh, was dropping the overhead bar just a ploy to add to drama in that final oh my moment. Gosh. What, what what event is he talking about? The f- the last event of semifinals last year. That was literally my body failing. Oh, that's right. That's I, right. We talked about. This I too. saw the finish line, and I took that last step, and my body just crumbled. It was terrible. And I think I, I don't know if I've said this before. I rolled onto the finish line after cleaning, making the last lunge. And the first thing I said to Matt, because he was sitting right there, I said, oh, no, I did. I missed it. I I missed it. I said, oh, no, was the first words. <laughs> Sorry, I wish Caleb was here. He would he would pull that shit up in a second. We could all stare at it. But but you ended up but that ended up someone else dropped it, too, or something happened. Right. And you ended up what ended up happening? No. Um. So I was in a, a foot race with Kelly right beside me and she ended up passing me. Kelly Kelly now Kelly Clark. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And she ended up passing me. But. As long as we were so close in points, as long as no one got between us, I had um, a, a point cushion. I think that's how it worked out. I don't do any of the math at my events. Oh, shit. That's Matt. Did you take fifth there? Yes. Well, that overall. Was the, and that you, that was the, the – that so you and Kelly and someone else were all one point apart. Yeah, we were – the points were so close. Yeah, it was like two. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, Trish, um, four ninety nine. Thank you. Excuse me. I struggle with invasive negative thoughts to the point when I walk by a mirror, I say, "You're an idiot." Out loud. I'm glad to hear this topic. I've never done that. I've gone walked by a mirror and been like, "Man, someone should clean that mirror." Um. So this kind of brings this whole like kind of conversation full circle because we talked about a little bit about nutrition and we when I coach or try to encourage someone nutrition wise which why why we kind of like dug deeper into like your nutrition and your relationship with food has to do with your insecurities and the way you want to look and it's a whole it's a whole circle of like what we're trying to figure out in this crazy life um it is so you'll know you're making progress when you can start envisioning, when you can look yourself in the mirror and start envisioning the healthier version of you, whether that's weight gain, weight loss, whatever you want to look like, if you can start looking at yourself in the mirror and envisioning that you've won half the battle, then you just got to go put in the work. So oh, that's full awesome. circle on all this, especially when it comes to like nutrition clients here, I'm like, start envisioning that. Because it's encouraging if you can start visualizing that. It's encouraging. So I, I walk by the mirror and I'm like, I'm smart as fuck. I have crazy potential. I'm ready yeah, for like I'm I'm ready for algebra too. I should go start get get break out the math book. Yeah, you're doing good. I like this. This I think this is a joke, but this is I, I've known people like this. My problem is that I have too much confidence, but no physical tools, genetics, or work ethic. I feel like I've known people like that who are just crazy confident when they're younger, but they're just they just don't have the discipline or the to, to do it it's crazy okay i've been that, that i mean i'm sure if you've been an athlete or you've been in a like a that i'm just gonna i i know the world of athletics i've been through around so many people and i joke about this in my family too 
that I am the least athletic one. But my older sister, my older sister's super athletic and she's super talented at everything she does, but she'll straight up admit to you. She goes, Becca will work harder. And it is kind of like how you, how you, what you truly want and how you grow up. I mean, it is, what's the word? What did you just use? It starts, um, confidence the, no d- the, physical just the diligence tools. and like oh discipline the discipline dis- discipline sorry yeah. blanking on that um <laughs> but like discipline it's like a whole skill in itself yeah yeah mm-hmm. you, um it's uh i have these three boys and they i watch them build earn every single thing that they have two six-year-olds and eight-year-old there's n- nothing was fucking given to them mm-hmm and they've and then now they have proficiency in like in tennis and jujitsu and striking and and um and skateboarding, but like nothing was given. But we go places mm-hmm. and people will be like thinking that like oh they're so talented. I'm like dude, they every fucking thing was like like you were saying earlier in the show, t- t- reps, reps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody that competes a uh, turntable, um, uh, turntableable, turntableable. A uh, nobody that competes at this level is the guy who bullied you in high school. It takes a certain humbleness to make it at a high level. You don't have to respond. I just thought that was an interesting comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, be Like real the asshole yourself. in school doesn't do good. Be real with yourself. I mean, yeah. that's what I try to encourage on a lot of people. Um, it, it checks you hard when you're, when you're really real with yourself. Um, but in the sport specifically, like you just got to be willing to work and hurt. Uh, that little Becca moment spoke to me much starting to coach and she inspired me so much watching that. Oh, yeah. So odd. And it's so obvious. Um, you love, uh, you love coaching. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I wonder, you know, there's, um, uh, Rebecca Fusile. Uh, there is, th- th- there's these athletes who've been in the spotlight for five or six or seven or eight or nine or 10 years. And when you talk to them, they can't converse. They're only able to answer questions because they've been in that for 10 years, right? Do you ever – and it's really rare and special when you come across someone like Rich Froning and you're interviewing him and then you end up having a conversation with him, right? Because for 20 years, people have just been asking him questions. So you think that we've trained them to be like these monkeys that just we ask, they respond. And there's a certain arrogance that starts coming across when they get like that. I wonder if your continued coaching – um, will help you so that those skills don't erode so that you can converse instead of uh, j- instead of, you know what I mean? Because so much attention will just train you just to be a certain mm-hmm. way. I hope so too. And um, I really do think it, it will like coaching is anything from uh, group leadership to organization to like literally public speaking at the board. That was something is so funny when I used to do board talks. This was like the whole first year of coaching. I would get nervous before board talks and you could hear my voice like trembling. Cause I I'm, I'm pretty quiet as it is. And I think that trips people up sometimes. Like I look pretty loud and outgoing uh, on my social media, but um that's what, how I, that's my creative outlet. Like I can kind of be a little bit louder out there, but I'm, when it comes to training and other things, I'm pretty quiet. And, um, I think coaching and just this world of being involved in the community, it, it, it brings out a lot of life skills that I'm hoping it keeps taking me somewhere. I think it will. Um, 
this is off subject a little bit. Uh, so Homer Simpson, Sevon, do you think that the punches to the head are harmful to your boys? I would love to hear your opinion on that, Homer, that we'll do that for a different show. My, I, when I see them sparring, they're sparring so gently compared to um, what they're capable of. So I just always, I've never thought, I've never once thought, oh, that looks like that could be rattling his brain and not be healthy for him. But if you think different, I'm open for anyone who has uh, like true insight, not just um, on unsubstantiated fear if you you know you know what i mean i'm sure it scares some people to death probably rebecca's mom to see her put 200 pounds overhead but it's you know for those of us who who if you're in the gym with her every day and you see that she's put in the work um you know that's unsubstantiated okay uh back to the back to the creation of rebecca fusile rebecca fusile 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 like fuse fusile are you going to change your last what's are you going to change your last name to matt's last name um we've talked about it a little bit i think everything in the cross i do want to legally change my name it's matt mccraney um but i do want all the things as of right now in in the crossfit world to stay fusile fusile okay here we are um that could be like you could have two names, like you know, like Eminem or Marshall Mathers, or you could you could have two. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to hyphenate it and be that person with the jersey that with the text that's like that small. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of the hyphenated either. No. Not for any. No. Not for any like ideological reason. I just don't like it. I don't like underscores and emails and, or I don't like any of that shit or Instagram names. Okay. Uh, where is this before I play this video? That's that's at our same gym. It's both. It's just a few doors down from where we are right now. Look, you look like uh, you look tall here. You look like you're five ten. I was like a floppy fish. Coming how tall? Out. How tall are you there? I don't know. I think I was. I was definitely. I was probably more around like four nine or four ten. Come probably four ten. Like coming out of gymnastics, but I weighed like seventy pounds. No shit. Look at your shoulders and your arms and your mm -hmm. thigh. I mean that they they're starting. They look developed. I mean you don't mm -hmm. look like a stick. Well, I mean I was just lean, but okay. incredibly lean. Okay, here here we go. A little audio to this. Here we go. So that uh, how old were you there in two thousand thirteen? Thirteen. Okay, so that's thirteen. Oh, that's convenient. That's thirteen. Uh, so you're born. Let me do the math. So if you were thirteen in two thousand thirteen, two thousand, uh, you were born in two thousand. Mm -hmm. God, I'm good. Okay, fourteen years old. Look at like your shoes. Your weights are all fucked up too. Different color weights. Okay, those are the same weights. That's a competition. I understand. I had what you're to. Saying. I wanted to address someone on that. They were like, "No, don't mix match the plates." I was like, "I would never do that. I would never do that." Okay. <laughs> Uh, 15, 16. Where's this? This is at That's, the games. Uh, Carson. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. You don't even look like you there. Look at you. <laughs> uh, 17 years old. Uh, still a ki kid. Kid games. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 18. Teenager. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Getting there. Starting to get a little bit of muscle. 19. Uh, no games. No games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Twenty. No games. Nope. Uh, nice shoes. Uh, twenty-one. Semifinals. Semifinals. 
but no games. So I leading up to so I obviously finished the teenage division when it was in 2017. That was my last year I was eligible to compete. And then in 2018, that's that's regionals was still around. Original regionals. And I missed it by by a it wasn't like a ton, but it wasn't like I was on the cut line and missed it. And then 19 is when they started switching up the structure. So I was really disheartened when they switched up the structure because I felt like 19 was going to be my regionals debut. And it never, then we went through 2019. And I don't even remember the whole structure of that. I guess that was, 2020 was the sanctionals. I don't even remember how all this worked. And then 2021 was made to semifinals, which was essentially my regionals debut. Uh, and then 2022 games. Okay, so so th- but so this 2021 no. Um, who took this photo? Do you know? I don't know. It's a pretty cool photo. Yeah, it's a really cool one. Uh, and and then and then there it is. Mm-hmm. You dyed your hair, and God, look at those bruises on your hips. What happened? A muscle? Uh, we trained in a vest a lot that week leading up to that. And and, and then here and then this is it. You, you mm-hmm. made it. Mm-hmm. God, what a long journey. What year did you mm-hmm. stop doing gymnastics? 2013. So 13 then, years old. Yeah, and then it was a few months until my mom took me to CrossFit for the first time. And if you want to hear all that in detail, by the way, the other podcast I did, uh, Rebecca and I did, was, is awesome. I, I, yeah. I highly recommend it. If you want to get on the uh, Rebecca Fusile. Fusile. Fusa, few, few, few. Oh, fusile, few. I'm gonna do f e w. Fusile. That's better, right? I'm doing it now. Fusile. Yes. yes. Holy shit. Fucking good. Uh, and this is um, this is you've just competed some of finished event, and you're looking at Matt. Uh, no, that was one of our gym members that was in that that side oh. of the arena. Okay. Hey, sharing the love, like giving him some of the mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy. Sandbag. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. What a cool. You got to do the sandbag. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's the deal? Isn't that. Um, there's no. Uh, thank you, Heidi. Yeah. Few say lay. Oh, God. You're good. Few say. Oh, damn, Heidi. I'm right. Few. I'm going to do S A Y. Say lay. Few say no, lay. No, wait, wait, wait. Few say lay. Oh, few say. We're getting, okay. we're getting okay, okay, mixed okay, up okay. now. Few say. We're getting it. closer though. Okay. Um. Uh. Um. So what's the deal here? You did they really tell you that there's no? Isn't it weird? Like that they didn't tell you how many lifts you get? Yeah, and there's still a part or, or of what me, the time domain is. It's like so. I was a little bit upset about that actually. Okay, let's talk. Um. And I think just because in the past we've competed so many like heavy lifts that you're like, you get 20 seconds bar is on the ground. It's all, or it's off the ground. You completed the lift. Give us a standards on that. And they literally explained it. Like, um, we're not going to give you a certain amount of lifts. We're going to be really like easy going with how much time you guys have to lift. So that being the next sandbag that I didn't make, I feel like I kind of looked back at that and I was like, should I try it again? I don't, I don't really know. Right. So that's a little bit wishy-washy, but I mean, that was just weird, but it was a fun event. It's so weird. 
And I don't know if it's because who I, I, the posse I hang with, but that seems to be more of a theme now than ever before that the, mm-hmm. the bump that, that, that things on the, on the um, edges, it's a little blurry what the, where your lane is and where the other person's lane is. There's mm-hmm. things have gotten a little gray. Mm-hmm. And I feel, I feel like that's a slippery slope. So let's hope it, it goes in the right direction. Because in, in the sport you come from has some of that also, right? There's a, suge- a subjective component from the sport you come from. Yeah, it's one of the most. But there are very few, and we've talked about this b- before and just around here. Like there are very few sports that are, there's a clear black and white side. Golf, the ball is in the hole or it's not. There was not enough. Yeah, there's. There's no like most sports do have like a judging component and we are in, in one of those sports. I mean, I, I'm there are still a lot of situ every competition you go to. And that's something like I've grown into under a better understanding as a competitor is like you will with the amount of events we compete, you will get a crappy judge on one of those events or a judge that miscounts or a judge that doesn't hold this standard or something, something goes wrong. You just gotta be fit enough to cover for it and smart enough to adapt with it. Well, that's, that's smart. So I've told the story a bunch, but my, my buddy, Travis Bajan, who's a professional arm wrestler said, Hey, there's always two people you have to beat," And I'm like, really who? And he goes, your opponent and the judge. It's like, Mm -hmm. you always have to be aware. The judge is one of the players. It's not Mm -hmm. a judge. They are their player too. Hey, do you think it's important to um, be really nice to your judge then too? Not, not to, not that you're being fake, but that you address them as human beings. You let them know you're a human being. Hi, how are you? Hey, what's up? Maybe slap them on the ass. It's important not to be an a-hole. Not to be an a-hole to your judge. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, It's like if a cop pulls you over, don't be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, they literally have your reps and your workout in their hand right there. They have control. Right. right. So I wouldn't be an a-hole to them. But I always try to be courteous and introduce myself. It's it, like because I feel like with the judges out there, especially since it's like such it's a community. Right. Uh, and such a big part of our sport is like, I'm like, hey, you and me, we a team. We a team. Yeah. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I like that. Um, so sandbag. Okay. So, so a little bit, uh, good. That makes me hear cause I, cause I was uncertain too. I'm like, why not just stay out there forever? Like just stay out there until Adrian has to come out there and be like, okay, you, you you're get, taking yeah. advantage. I don't know. I don't know. 2023. Is that <laughs> after the games? Yeah, that that's, um, quarterfinals this oh, okay. year. Crazy. Yeah. Easy to put that video together, or yeah, to that dig- one's super easy. Easy. Okay. This is uh, a few clips I had saved. This is the this is and, and then this has become the uh, this is this has really become a moment. This is that um and you know there's that there's that this is going to become one of those top ten iconic moments, um, in the sport. Very smart of the um, CrossFit Games the organizers, especially Adrian, Adrian actually is down there telling the people that they can come in around you. Mm-hmm. Did that bother you at all? Or did you like it? I was so delirious at that point. 
it oh, was obli oblivious to it. You don't know that there's an iconic moment happening. I, You're just like, what the fuck? No, is this and that's what's it's still like I'm so here's it's all about like the different perspectives, right? I have the one perspective that only I mean you can kind of understand because it's replicated in our in in workouts in your community and in your boxes and everything but to that degree it's crazy and i never really truly understood it i got done carrying the bag tried to make my way off to um back to the to where the bus and where we were getting bused back to like so embarrassed and from being oh, a competitor wow, that finished, wow. finished wow. last. And wow. I went up to, I remember walking into Matt and I was like hobbling because my body was just wrecked at that point. Um, just like saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, that's not what we, we wanted. That's not what we were here to do. Like, that's not the finish I wanted. So there is that perspective of it, but I, so you think you shit the bed well, you did shit the bed, I guess, if to be honest. Yeah, but, as a competitor. But all these spectators are seeing a, a world class battle, and they're just and they're they can't even believe they're witnessing a they're they're watching a warrior. I mean, you're ready to die on your shield there. Right, right. And, and so they, they're all fucking excited. Long, they can't mm -hmm. believe they're witnessing this shit. It took me a long time to to come around to the other perspective. It was hard. Yeah, isn't that nuts? Yeah, it's too, wow. So two totally different things here. You're fighting for your fucking life and watching a shitty performance, and these people are like, wow, this is the greatest performance we've ever seen at the games. We can't believe we're witnessing this. Yeah, it, it's crazy. It's a weird It's a weird moment. But here's here's where I'm at with it at the moment. It's like, I'm so proud that that's a part of my story and our story as a community. Yeah. And let's go make something of it now. Uh, Ken Walters, um, and non-CrossFit communities that tuned in are seeing what our sport is all about. Yeah, it kind wow. It kind of is. I'm trying to think if there's ever been another moment in all of CrossFit Games history where an outsider could really see what our sport's about that's stronger than this in one shot. Because it is weird. It's like, what are the fans doing? You know what I mean? It's almost like it's some sort of sick ritual, like you're being punished. Yes, she stole from the store. Now she must carry the rock up the stairs. And then we throw tomatoes at her. It's fucking crazy. I'm sure some people that don't know CrossFit thought it was that. Yeah, how cool. Uh, there is, um, I wonder if I have uh, easy access to it. Um, there is, uh, where is that? Oh, this is crazy. Ab Abmat made this for you? It took me – I had to watch this three times to understand what the fuck this yeah, is. Yeah, it's kind of trippy looking. Dude. And trippy. So the what box. you're looking at here, people, <laughs> is a jump box, right? Yeah. How Do you use that or is that just for show? Do people actually jump on that? Um, the very first day I had it at the gym, I took it out because we had the class was so big, we needed an extra box. But um, I told people they they can't use it on the 20 inch side. And it's kind of in our front room as like an extra. An extra box. So but I did I did give everybody full permission. If you're like extremely upset with me for any reason, you can go jump on my my face or kick my face on that box. So <laughs> Um, why would Admat make are they a sponsor of yours? Yeah, I've been working with them for a little while now, but I think they were experimenting with their new like 
image on the box. They've done like logos before, which is really sick, like to get your gym's logo customized on them. But I think they were experimenting with like a picture and what better picture to use. Dude, that that's really cool. I, yeah, I thought I thought it was cool. a pic. I thought it was a picture frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super cool. Well, congratulations. That's uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Uh, back to enough of this wishy washy shit. Uh, let's go back to this. Where are we? Um, where are we here? Capital workout. Okay, here we go. This I I, I like this. This is uh, back to the heady shit. Here we go. Uh, Rebecca Fusile. Listen up. Close. Close. Uh, damn, I tried to say it with confidence too. I was like, uh, Rebecca Fusile. Rebecca Fusile. Oh, Rebecca Fusile. I posted this yesterday. Yep, you Rebecca got it. Rebecca Fusile. Here she is, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Talk about this all the time too. If you're going to work and you don't like your work, go do something else. You have that power. But if you are not going to go try something else, guess what? You signed up for that job. You signed up for what you did today, and you need to make the best of it. What, what, that, that's uh, personal responsibility and accountability? Mm-hmm. And, and who, who do you think taught you that? How do you know that? Sports and athletics. I don't really – I mean, I've always grown – I mean, my, my parents are hard workers. Like my whole household is full of hard workers and I'm in a community of hard workers, people that want to get fit and they come and do it. And if you don't like it, you better sign up for something else tomorrow and stop. We need to stop playing victim and feeling sorry. Okay. Uh, I want want to talk about that. Stop playing victim or um, feeling sorry for yourself. How does someone know? Do you think someone can know this? Um, whether you should quit or, 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 or push through the, the hard times. Like if you're feeling sorry for yourself, do you quit or push through the hard times? I knew when I, right when I said, isn't it funny how a play on words like um, can, can spark interest or snap, make people snap, like playing victim. Yeah. I knew right when I said that I was like, ah, wait for this. Some uh, other people are going to respond to this because I really like what, it. By the way, it's one of my favorite lines. Don't don't play the victim. I love just, it. People need to be real with themselves and then call out their bullshit. If like if you can't start doing that, then you're you're not you're not where you need to be, and you're not you could be better. Be better. And that, that's the hard, hard truth is like, stop making excuses. If, 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 if it's truly like something that's not working, like you've tried different things. I don't care if this is in reference to your job, working out, a project you've been working on, right? I don't know what, whatever it is you're doing, you, you got to try the different things first. And that's the work. And if it's not working, you're in the wrong spot. You got to go do something else with your effort. Okay. But what happens is people try one thing and they're like, mm, oh, it, it's just this situation. This situation popped up or this. If they're trying to blame things you can't control. Trying to blame things you can't control. 
And I think I think that's that's it. You just have to focus on what you can control and your effort towards that. And if it, if it if it does if it works, awesome. You're in the right spot. If it doesn't work, you need to move. And that's why that whole that whole section is called move. If you don't like where you're at, move, because you can do that. For 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 raising kids, there's people there's parents all around me all the time that let their kids quit things. All the time, like I see it everywhere. You know what I mean? I mean, all honestly, besides me and my wife, I don't see any other parents who who they all let their kids quit. I don't let. I do not let my. I do not let my kids quit. It's not. It's it's even it's even gnarlier than that. There's no, but only if it's surmountable. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to put him in an algebra two class at six years old and say, you're not yeah. going to quit. It's insurmountable. Right. Yeah, but you- if the goal is to, um, all you have to do is go to tennis class and you're the worst person in the class. It doesn't matter. You don't get to quit because right. they're, you're they're, We're never going to put you ahead of what you're capable of. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you because they were, um, I've, co- I have coached some kids too. And this is a whole different world. This is not like traditional sports this is strength and conditioning. I'm training these kids to hopefully make their other, other sports better that they're doing right now, or to help supplement whatever they're doing right now. And there is something I've, I've come across and I was like, what, what is it? What's the difference? And I was like, I've never, and I know it, like I'm getting old. I'm turning old. I get, I guess I'm just getting old because I'm that old person. That's like, where's the effort these days? Where can I find a, a, a kid that wants to do work? Because I always wanted to do the work in gymnastics. And when it, it got hard, I, I hope my, I don't know if my mom or my dad, or maybe both of them are watching it right now. We've talked about this before. They, I went through some shit in gymnastics and there there was times after my career their mom was like I'm I she even told me like if I would have known or if I, I'm I'm sorry I wouldn't have put you through that I'm like no like you didn't right. let me quit you were right. always there for me you were right. always there but when I needed the push like no you're gonna go we're gonna go drop you off and part well, of that was that's a really good me. point I'm always there for my kids too to make mm-hmm. your if you're going to in order to make it so your kid doesn't quit, you have to always be there for him. You have to, that is true. Yeah, you do. And they were you always do. asking yep. me, they were always asking me, how was your day? What did you do today? And I used to fight like every kid does. I said, yeah. good. Yeah. It's fine. Uh-huh. That, <laughs> and I was that that kid and they're like, is that it? And is there anything other than good? And like the classic, like I'm fine. It was the same thing, like training and everything. Um, but I, to this, I, you don't appreciate it until later when you grow up and you, I guess you get, you get old and I'm like, thanks mom for always pushing me. Thanks dad for always being there for me. Um, but yeah, I developed uh, some dis that discipline through sports and through them and not quitting. I'm crazy now. Like if I feel the, an ounce of I'm not finished with this project yet, or am I quitting because it's easy? I'll just sit there and beat myself up. Like, nah, you got to finish it now. I'm stubborn. Can you give me an example of something you have? Um, well, I guess gymnastics, but something you did part ways with, like you did quit that you were like, okay, my time here is done. Yes, I do. I forget that I pole vaulted for three years in high school. Wow. Yeah, I was on the track and field team. And you were and you were happy totally to say. Forgot about that. And, and, and you were, and, and when it was over, you were happy. You were like, okay, I'm, I'm hanging my stick up. I'm done. Yeah. There is nothing 
I couldn't see myself going anywhere with that. And you know what? It was, oh, there was it is when, again. I couldn't this, see myself. Damn this was when I the crossroads hit. And I was like, what am I going to do with my CrossFit career? I was like, I love CrossFit. I love this community. And I still 100%, like nothing gets me, pulls at my heartstrings, like this place, like Bolt and our community and everything. And I told my high school track and field and pole vault coach, I was like, I'm not going to jump my senior year. I was like, because I'm. I'm not going to go to college for it. I don't, I don't want to go to college for it. I'm putting my eggs into CrossFit and I made that decision. I did a couple, couple semesters, like three semesters of community college. And I was like, I'm not going to use this. Well, no, I, cause I'm, I'm going to hustle. I'm going to work hard and put effort into what I love to do. That's a whole nother story that I have that I've fought battles with people trying to tell me what to do. And I'm a little bit of a rebel in that sense. I'm like, don't tell me what to do. I'm a very, I'm very methodical in how I do everything. It's not like I'm just sitting on the couch eating Cheetos and then telling you what I'm going to do. But, but I told them, and I got a lot of pushback. They're like, you're not going to use this. You're so talented. You're not. And I was just talented because I was a gymnast. I know how to run, jump and flip upside down. So I'm decent at that sport, but I was like, I don't want to do this. I'm not going to use it. it. It seems so smart. This was just a topic we had on the show the other day. No one asked me growing up, uh, uh, what do you want to do? And so they just basically told like, so they would tell you like, and what, and what I wanted to do from a young age is I wanted to know what happened, uh, where you were before you were born and what happens when you die. I wanted uh, girls to find me attractive so I kind of wanted to know God. I wanted girls to find me attractive, and 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 I and I loved money, and I like spending money. It's fun, and but but no one ever asked me that, and, and so and so there there was no there was no plan. No one was like, "Oh, you want to yeah. get girls? You should probably read a book uh, and, and, and smarten up, and you should probably work out every day, and you should mm. probably like watch less t- TV and make yourself more more appealing to the opposite sex. Do some shit that like makes you more manly." Learn how to use a chainsaw, you know, build a birdhouse, some shit, right? Invent a light bulb. Uh, and, and, and so people were trying to tell you what they wanted you to do. Like they tried to tell me what I – but no, did, probably no one even asked you what you wanted to do, right? What, what's your goal in life? What's, what do you yeah. want? Well, it's, it, it's, it's such a broad picture, right? No one – I, I say this all the time too. No one actually knows what they're doing do we know what we're doing? No, no one has this whole thing figured out. But as long as you start figuring yourself out, then you're you're doing something right. That's the only. Well, yeah, thing that's we, huge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 to this day, like I know what I'm. I'm starting to figure out what I'm really good at and where my my talents are stacking up and what I personally enjoy doing. Where I want all of this to go. Still not exactly sure, but I know what I what I want to put my time and my effort into. Uh, Kyle Landis, did Thomas Edison get all the chicks? Dude, Slade, Savage, straight, just. I believe it. Three bedrooms in his house, all of them filled with women. There, there's something else you say that's pretty crazy in this video that I I, I love the perspective of it. Maybe I want to play a little bit more. Maybe you'll say it here. Um, we got too many things to do in this crazy life, in this crazy world. We don't got enough time, so we need to keep moving and putting our best foot and make every 
that's what I got for you guys. Is- oh, maybe I missed it. Maybe you said it earlier. But basically, it's this. You basically say, people say stuff, and, and, and you let it stick. So if someone calls you fat, you say, you're responsible for that as much as they are. I'm paraphrasing. Why are you catching that and holding on to that? Mm-hmm. Like they call um, you fat and like, right. If like, if I threw a ball, if I threw a paper bag that was on fire at you, you, you wouldn't catch it. You'd move to the side. But how come when I call someone fat, they catch it and they hold it close to their heart. And like, you were kind of explaining this idea, like you don't have to do that. That was, and I was like, holy shit. I've never fucked. Oh, that wasn't that video. You, I was like, wow. Yeah, I've never heard was, it. I've never heard it explained like that. Mm-hmm. That's some pretty good shit. That was yesterday's uh, mindset video. Um, I didn't post about it. It's on my, on my YouTube channel. Oh, and okay. it, 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 it's true. Uh, that was, that was kind of a deep conversation because I, I can use my, myself as an example. Um, I've gotten comments on Instagram that I'm, inappropriate or and you can tell like my instagram is not a thirst trap or anything no, maybe, no. maybe it soon will be with my eyes like we talked about but um just a whole eye series rebecca's mm-hmm. eyes mm-hmm. Um, but some people like just with the nastiness of social media will come on or uh, slide into a DM, dm with a nasty comment that has no relation like i know i'm not that so what does that DM do? Go straight to the trash. I it it's literally gets trashed from my brain. But if someone in the past, and it, it could still affect me a little bit to this day, be like, come in and comment, she's too small. She's blah, 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 not strong enough. She'll never make it back to the games. That'll touch I've me. I've said this. I, as, I, I've said this. I've said all that on this show, by the way. Not, it'll touch me. And I, I reacted last year. That's how I met you, Savannah. So. Oh. Our relationship is solid <laughs> at this point. And, <laughs> and oh, socket but, girl. That's a good socket. I socket girl. Wow. I like wow. it. Wow. At socketgirl.com. Okay. Okay. But so I think if you were to tell me that same thing this year, I've grown in like that literally wouldn't affect me. If you told me like I was too small and not strong enough. That, that, that doesn't affect me. Last year I was still feeling that a little bit of insecurity. And I went into the games like Dang, I'm like the s- smallest one by like ten pounds in here. So, is there is there I got to get past? Is there a way? Is are there any tools? How I'm sensitive to that too. Like someone, I'm sensitive to things that people say all the time. Is are there tools that? Um, how do we besides hiding and staying in our own little safe echo chamber? How do we not? Are there any like practices or? or practical tools i mean that's everyone's problem right someone says something to someone cuts you off and you get fucking pissed like you take it personally like 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 they went out of their way to fuck your world up yeah and i mean everybody didn't everybody has insecurities that did just hit you a little bit differently but i think if there's something you truly don't like about yourself you better work to fix it right when someone calls me fat it hurts me fix it and, and so if someone calls you fat and it hurts you or if someone calls you dumb and it hurts you and you, you you get mad at them, you're missing an opportunity to be like, why did that hurt me? I, 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 right. should, I, I You're missing an opportunity. You're playing the victim. Spot on. And, and we're not suggesting that everyone should be perfect and not nothing hurts you, but these are opportunities. Spot on. 
yeah that's where i was i was scared uh not not scared but that's the wrong word um a little bit all over the place in yesterday's that's exactly what yesterday's like what i was talking about on my youtube channel um and i was like i hope that came across in the right way and it's hardcore um, personal responsibility and accountability at the truth yeah. for me the truth is when i hear someone like you say that i see that you know where um freedom and happiness is yeah because you're only free and happy when that shit when you can get past all that shit in, in my mind i think that's like the yeah, it's especially sad when I see people who are my age and older, or Rebecca, who still get bothered by shit that like when you're a kid, you think, oh, old people have it so easy. They'll get over all that shit. And then now that I'm older, I'm like, wow, most of the old people I know aren't even wise. Like they still letting that shit bother them. Yeah. And I mean, it is it for it does. I can recognize it a little bit more in, in some people. But you know what? What really gets me to change is like it's so exhausting to hang on to those feelings of just like being oh. hurt or being insecure. Mm. It's so exhausting. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to feel like that. I don't, I, why do I feel like that? I don't want to feel like that. And I don't, I simply don't want it to like weigh down every single day that I have. Like I want to take advantage of every single day that, that we have. So I don't want to feel like crap. I don't, yeah, it's and like it, leaving your car running in your driveway while you sleep at night. It's just burning fuel for yay. no reason. Like, why yay. are you feeling that? Why are you burning that? It's exhausting. Running that program. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, uh, Rebecca, for the uh, 18th time, I pre present to you um, the um, the superficial tasks of Rebecca <laughs> Fusele. Fusele. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, holy shit, man. You're fucking savage. This is crazy. Let's see if I can make this bigger. Look at this, people. So this okay. is this is where we get to where do standards come into play? Okay, let me play this, and then I want you to explain what I, what I mean, because that went over my head. Let me play this, and then, and then we'll talk about okay. where standards come into play. Look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Pay, pay attention closely. Have your feelings get hurt, or, or maybe find some new goals. Here we go. This is truly remarkable right here. crazy all the way all the way open at the bottom all the way down mm -hmm. right okay no kip right no kip people have been playing around with those so i jumped on the bandwagon all the way at the top this is nuts man this is yeah look at alisa uh, 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 alisa yeah this is this is uh this is crazy okay what do you mean by standards this is where standards okay come in. so everybody so they're trying to make a push right it looks like between the open and quarterfinals of just introducing a new movements and we we want to see that it keeps things fresh it keeps things exciting and everything but you you I think you guys talked about it too. I think I saw some clips and a little bit of some previous podcasts of like some controversy with some new standards. What's yeah. wishy-washy? Where's the gray area? You can't present gray area. So I would love, love, love to see them introduce like some higher skill gymnastics and keep it strict. I am all about like some challenging strict movements, but how do you judge that? And I know people are playing around with this because it was on main site. People hey, could, could, <clears throat> what if you were to program a strict uh, bar muscle up? Would you have to just do like a one? Would it would, be like a shuttle run? Uh, like, like how how would you do that? How, I mean, we we try how, to how, play 
Um, I mean, you did three and that's it. You're toast. You need a break. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Like how would you, what would you like, how would you do that in the, in the CrossFit games? Like how, what would be like, um, uh, uh, you would do like a, a, a 200, a hundred meter run, uh, one of those 10 rounds. I think it would have to be something simple like that. And you'd only be doing like one or two at a time. The last time they, I mean, I would like to see it. It's a crazy photo op. I mean, your the, the your body it looks insane, right? Because everything gets all tense and shit. The men yeah. would look insane doing it too. I mean, I I think I'm thinking all the way back to regionals when they did regional Nate and they did the strict ring muscle ups and they tried to put a standard on on those. Uh huh. Um, I think the standard was you put your you keep your feet in front of your hips to designate that you're in a hollow position the whole time. But even that got wishy-washy. So um, that's the kind of the strict standard that I follow. But I'm a perfectionist when it comes to my movement too. I'm going to make it look pretty too. God, it's crazy. It, it's it's so nuts how smooth you do those. It's absolutely nuts. Hey, are, are those done now? Like how long before you rest before you could do one more? Uh, I, I did two sets of three just because I was, I was, that was the first time I practiced them. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was actually my second set. I got a little bit better as I went on because I was learning the technique a little bit. Uh, but after that totally smoked, I think I could have gotten like maybe singles after that. And, and what's getting blown up. That's your, that's uh, your lats are just getting just your destroyed. Lats, yeah. Yeah. And just yeah, how fun general pulling. Um, how many of the women do you think who go to the CrossFit Games could do one of these strict? Like we woke them up at three in the morning. We're like, um, uh, excuse me, uh, can you come outside? Uh, I don't think very many could do it. I don't to think that very standard. many either. Say that again. I don't think very many could do it to that standard. I think they can get away with some like throwing one elbow up and over too. Oh right. Um, but I. Just say like top half. Oh, that many. Oh, that many. You think 20 can? I think they could get away with getting on top of the bar. In a like chicken wing in it, you know, how many do you think can do this right here? Watch this hands on the bar. uh, Full dangle. You're just dangling. Is that is that a fitness term? You're dangling. (laughs) You're 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 you're, call it that. You got to be ninety nine. I'm going to put that in my next coaching video video. So you dangle from the pull-up bar, <laughs> but the, there's tension everywhere, right? E, e, yeah. M, e, e, okay. And then, let's see. Okay. And then, look, I, and then this, this is fucking nuts. This, this is fucking so, transition is just, it's like magic right there. So I need to take advantage of my smallness Yeah. and say like, I'm one of the best in the world at gymnastics when it comes to CrossFit because I need to be, I'm, I'm one of the smallest. There's no reason for me not to be with my background and for me being one of the smallest. That is hard for me. So I know it's very hard for a lot of athletes that are heavier than me. How's your, um, how's your, how's your uh, handstand walking? Oh, we see Danielle Brandon like running on her hands. Can you do that shit? Getting better. I'm more of like, I've been working on my speed. She's like someone like that, definitely faster on their hands, but I yeah. have more like stamina. Like I could, like I can handstand walk. A when you, time. when you see her do that, are you like, fuck, that's dope. I'm going to start running. I'm, I need to run for on real. Yes. Yes. 
yes, I, I've been working on like, hey, I can walk on my hands all day, but I need to be faster about it. Yeah, it's, biz- it's, it's almost bizarre what she does. Who's the guy? There's a guy, too, that runs on his hands. His is really weird. His is like a Jesus lizard. He's even faster than her. Dude, um, someone will say it in the comments, I think. Is it Will Morat? Who the fuck is that? So, so someone will say it. I mean, any of those guys that are, I mean. Oh, Tudor Magda. Them. Yeah, wow. Look, oh, it is Tudor. Yeah, yeah. It is Tudor. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It, it doesn't even seem uh, doable. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, how, how about this right here? Uh, this is a very, very quick. Uh, listen carefully, people, uh, what she's about to say here. I'm embarrassed to say I immediately tried this with no hesitation. You can lick your elbow out there. I'll send you guys a T-shirt. If you can lick your elbow, I'll send you a T-shirt. Is there anyone in the world who can lick their elbow? Yes. And I sent out two. I sent out two T-shirts. I don't mean like over here. I'm talking here. You're telling me there's someone who can. Tip of your elbow. That's the only thing that I sent out uh, T-shirts to. But once it later on. like Oh, I heard my neck doing that. Once that post was old, I I did too. Like my trap cramped up and everything. <laughs> it was terrible. I did I did I did not try it again after that. Um, uh, I had like two people send it to me, and then all of a sudden, like more and more people were getting like pretty close. But there was a lot of people that were pretty close to licking their elbows. I was impressed. I was like, I cannot. I was trying like all different ways, and I was like, mm. yeah, that's crazy. Uh, someone wanted to know, um, are you familiar with the Jesus lizard? Yeah, it runs super fast. I don't know if it runs on two feet, or I think I know what you're talking about. I'm an animal person. I will watch any animal videos. Yeah, um, I'll show you. Uh, I, I have a feeling I'm going to get in trouble for this. Someone in the comments has, has said Jesus lizard question mark. I think it was. Uh, oh, they're Rosie. they like. Yeah, their they feet do some barely crazy. like touch the ground. Yeah, I, th- I think they they can run on water. Okay, here we go. Here we go. There he is. See him. Yes. See him. That's what Tudor Magda looks like when he's uh, and, and Daniel Brandon look like when their hands down walking. <laughs> and they they blow their they can blow their head up real big like this, like a big fan around their head. And, and so they kind of look like you know Jesus with his long hair and shit, and they, and they run on water. So they I'm gonna they, get to Jesus lizard status soon. So, so they got the um, yeah, they got the they got the um Jesus name. Uh finally my final tidbit for miss uh, how how are you on time are you good good okay you are a tier athlete yes and i watched uh, several videos there was like this whole push all of a sudden where all the tier athletes were having these videos come out and um i want to say they triggered me and as we know from this show if they triggered me that means i need to look at myself <laughs> um but but yours did not trigger me and I, I just want to oh, congratulate. Nice. Yeah, I want to congratulate you on it. To Wait, uh, saying- why did it? Why did it trigger you? Was it the fact that everybody was coming out with videos at the same no, time? No, or the message. The message. Okay. I, I hate ambiguity, pity party. Um, like, right like, there if, with you. like, 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 if you need, if, if you, if you're inside yourself and you're like, okay, motherfuckers, you think I'm too short for this? I'll handle that shit. Or, okay, mm-hmm. you say a girl can't do this. I'll show you a girl can't mm-hmm. do this. Or mm-hmm. you say a black guy can't do this. I'll show you a black guy can do this. Like, mm-hmm. I get that as internal fuel. When you view the whole world like that, like, 
that person treated me like that chick don't want to fuck me because I'm short. That guy crossed the street because I'm black. Those people don't respect me because I'm a woman. When you just go there and you don't have any evidence of it, fuck you. I, like, I'm so like irritated by that. I, like, I'm I'm there with you. Like yeah. sack it up. And and I and I and I think when people send out that message who have big platforms, they're basically demanding the world play the victim like they because then people think it's cool to do that. And so I just fucking love this message that 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 you give. And um, and, uh, and and so I just I wanted to play it. I just love this message. This gets me fired up. Here we go. Know this. You are in control. Look right there. You're just empowering people. Hey, and fuck you. I'll stop the video whenever I want. It's my show. People will be like, why you stop the video so much and talk over it? This is my show. Uh, no, no, that's just know this. She got your attention. You're in control. Did you write this? Yes. Yeah, you're dope. In fact, you are the only thing you can control. You decide what you do and how you do it. Let them assume. When they tell you what you can or cannot have, realize they don't know you. When they question you, realize they don't know you. This journey is long. It will test you. So show your patience and your grit. Promise yourself this. When it gets tough, you will own it. You'll own the hard work, the long days. I'm not going to tell you that I'm, that I'm a role model for young girls. I'm not going to tell you how important it is that I'm a role model for young girls. I'm going to fucking show you. I'm going to show you that I'm a role model for young girls. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to blab my fucking lip and fucking get on all fours and tell you what a great role model I am for girls. I'm going to fucking show you, Rebecca Fusele. And your effort. And you will never, ever take no for an answer. The heaviest weight you will ever carry is the weight of regret. So for that, leave no doubt. Work hard, be persistent, own who you are, and live with no regrets. Dude, it's so fucking good. It's so good. You're so Thank smart. You. You're a Thank wise you. woman and you're a uh you're I hate the term mentor, but you are made for mentor material. Uh, lamp, oh, look at uh, man, she's a star. I know a thing or two about bright lights. See, look at yeah, a lamp. Loves ah, I'm fucking a. I coming from lamp. I like it. Yeah, own who you are. Yeah, it's so good. It, and and this isn't like um, this is this is like that's the message I want to see from stars like LeBron. Like, hey, fucking work hard. Like, work hard. Know who you are. Believe in yourself. You have control. Mm-hmm. Like, empower people. Don't mm-hmm. give people like shit. You're not giving people excuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I just, you're, you're awesome. Thank so, you. Yeah, you're so fun. You're so cool. I said that was the last question, but let me, let me, let me feel around and get one more in here. Um, so these other athletes, they do train with other people. Like that's the whole thing, right? You see it everywhere on the internet. You know what I mean? Someone's at the proven camp. Someone's at HWPO. Someone's at Mayhem. Someone's mm-hmm. like they're they're doing their stuff. Someone's at training think tank. But you're just here cr- cranking away with your uh, your new husband just in your gym, teaching people how to row and, and doing your shit. Um, 
do you think that that maybe just the grass is greener on the other side and that it's it, you know what i mean like that shit looks fun on instagram maybe but that it's not really it's it's, it's not what it's cut out to be what if if i mean you have no experience greener, with that at all right like, grass is greener like in a in a training camp yeah or just like it looks fun on Instagram to walk in the gym and, oh, look, there's Brooke Wells, there's Tia, oh, my God, there's Spencer Panchik, and, and like you guys get at it. And it, like they make it, they make that shit look fun and powerful and intimidating yeah. and like ferocious and like, wow. But do you think that um, it, where you're just in the lab um, solo? So there's, there's a couple ways to look at that. One is this is the only way I know how to train. Okay. Is like, in the dungeon, like but by really, but really, you're, when you were in track, it wasn't like that, and when you were in gymnastics, it's not like that. Like you're with your crew. Um, so I'm an individual competitor, and we joke about this all the time. In gymnastics, yeah, you have your teammates and everything, but it's an individual sport. And I wasn't being a pole vaulter in track. I was like more or less in that very tight knit pole vault team. We're very separated from the track and field team. But that, that was very nice. It was like you felt like you were a part of the team and everything. But I didn't spend that much time in here. Now I got almost 10 years in CrossFit training very traditional, like a very traditional way in that I go in, I coach, help take care of the gym and train the, the, on the hours that I'm not taking care of the gym. And I've just fallen in love with that, but I'm not oblivious to like in the future when I want, I like this season actually. And then seasons leading up to it, as I want to be more competitive, it is good for me to reach out to other athletes and kind of benchmark where we're at through the season and get a solid push from athletes on the same level. Like we, this past Saturday, we set up our quarterfinalists to literally race me on, on a workout. Like they did a team version of it to help push me. And um, I love that too, because I know them and it, it's super fun for all of us in that sense. But also I love for my personality. I know if I was in a training camp next to Brooke Wells and all of these other big name athletes every single day, I would personally like, be beating myself like like I'm already a, the toughest competitor on myself but the stress of having my other competitors in that comparison game right next to me every day might not be the greatest thing for me might not be the greatest thing it would be a good tool I, I don't think I would benefit from it having it every single day plus I love getting to know myself better through a workout that I don't want to do that day and just having to grind through it by myself and see how much I have in the tank that day if i don't know if that did that make sense well you know what's like, interesting what i started focusing on i started focusing on the tone of your voice like you changed like when we talk about competition you changed you got a little more like, like, yeah you, you turn from bill bixby into the incredible hulk a little bit you get a little <laughs> like you get a little more you get a little puffy chested on me like listen <laughs> listen Okay. What? Well, sorry. One more. One more. Well, um, okay. you're, how? You're, why did you get married? I got married when I was. I, I wait. I. I had my wife had to. I already had a kid. I. My. I. We were. My. I had a kid that was two, and, um, I was forty-five when I got married. Why not just wait? Like, why not just wait ten ten more years until you get married? Oh man, I found someone who can put up with me. 
I, I, I totally understand, but he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Like what, like people change so much or, or maybe why not do it when like, okay, let me, let me pose this to you this way. I'll ask the, I don't want to give you an out, but I was thinking, why did she get married? Why not wait until the CrossFit's over? You know what I mean? And she can do that later. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, I'm waiting till I'm 70 before I get a tattoo. Like I can do it later. It's fine. It's something that can I wait, you know? Okay. Well, there, that one, I approve of that one. Little dog. You love your dog. Um, yes. Why, why not just, um, what is it, is it so that you can, is it, does it help you let go of something? I hate the thought of you picking up baggage while you're trying to, like, I feel like you should be letting things go so that you have no. more energy to focus on your, on the games and not pick things up. But I'm wondering maybe getting married, let her like, let go of something. And I, mm, but I don't want to give you an out. You come up with your own shit. Like, I just think, no, it's not an out. It's actually making me, making me think a little bit more because I'll get into like wedding talk. And so many people ask me like, why would you plan a wedding mid season? I'll get to that in a second. First of all, think about the entire conversation we've had this whole time. Savan, I am proud to say that i think i am the oldest 23 year old fair, fair yeah for yeah there. for sure for sure for sure yeah, and yeah. you're you're an I, adult for sure i feel like i'm I, talking to a full-blown adult and i do know what i want and also matt and i i cannot do and i will not be the person i am without matt by my side and 100 y'all y'all think i have confidence in all these other things 100% that is my person we are the there is no better teammate for me and I, I I just I just know that the things we've done for bolt together the things he's helped me like accomplish in in, in my career and it never ever this relationship is never a task as it is just like extra fuel and then hey wait, the wait, wedding, wait, okay go ahead go ahead go ahead planning the wedding and everything we got married at the time that we did so we could put all of our focus on the rest of the season. So. Yeah. And I wasn't so much thinking about the time in the season. I was thinking the time in your life. Geez, Savon, uh, Jody Lynn, one of my favorite uh, listeners. Um, geez, Savon, give her a break. If she wants to get married, let her No, I will not. No, now listen, no. here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, what if what if in three years uh, a Scientologist comes to her door and she fucking embraces Scientology and, and and it's a deal breaker? She's she's at a very porous age. Do you know what I mean by porous? Like like you're absorbing still. You haven't become a closed minded old fuck yet. And so like maybe Jehovah Witness would come by. Maybe in a couple of years you can realize you're a dyke. There, there's anything can fu- and I mean that with love and peace. I love myself a, a lesbian. Anything can happen still. She, her brain isn't even fully developed. She's 23. Like um, may, what? Maybe she's going to become a vegan. She's going to see something that's going to influence her, and she's never going to eat meat again. And like or- anything is possible. She is. She is. As much as we see how advanced she is, she don't forget. She hasn't even her big flower hasn't come out. She's a sunflower, and it doesn't even have the seed. She hasn't even opened that big massive thing yet. Beautiful picture with Thank the you. eyes on the sunflower. Yeah, but- big old fucking eye sockets on the in the uh, Japanese or- quarter Japanese eye sockets. Or- on the sunflower. Yeah, yeah. Here's the other. Here's the other scenario. What if? I die tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And I play that game too. Yeah, exactly. So well, right, right. So I know what I want at the moment. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. 
I mean, divorce sounds horrible. Horrible. No. Yeah. Do you remember what happened last time you talked to me? No. What happened? It was right in the beginning stages of my parents' divorce. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. It was How very did... awkward and sensitive at the time. <laughs> yeah. You Well, you handled it so well. How are they doing? Great. Great. The family, we are still intact. We're one big family still. And oh, I love really? Them. Love them to death. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I want to have you on um, more. I just get, I get nervous having um, uh, people on. I get nervous having everyone on, but like, I'm always like, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? Oh. I, I so enjoy all of these conversations. And I think it, it's, it's a little bit weird. I feel almost pressure sometimes when I go on a podcast to be like this. I'm just a comedy freak out here and doing all these crazy things, but I really love and enjoy having these like, deep conversations and how we can like improve and be better. So I've, I've enjoyed it. And yeah, anytime I'm happy to, to chat. I, I liked how um, uh, complimentary you were about your, also your experience on the Clydesdale podcast. Oh yeah. Those are that, good peeps. Yeah. That was really, that was, uh, that was really cool. I was, I was one out of like however many athletes that they, they, interviewed and they video they interview every single athlete and I was just a rando at the time right that just how happened to have their breakthrough and they had that material ready to go like that that's like that's I can't thank them enough for that and started help painting the picture of like the story and everything so uh by the way that's another quality uh, Josh Bridges has uh, right there that um he is very thankful of the media He's all. He's always like, "Hey, thanks for the attention you guys give mm -hmm. us. Thank you." He, he, mm -hmm. he ne never, never, never misses a beat on that. Not all the people do that. No, most don't. Uh, so Stephen Flores, um, between team sports or individual sports, which one is more valuable outside in the real world? Miss uh, Fusile. Few, few Fusile. There you go. There you go. Uh, they both have their their sides. I mean, look. I, I feel like I'm in the most magical sport there is. It's like an individual sport as I wanted, but, but I got teammates around me. Um, that I can't pick one side because individual sports helps you uh, build discipline. And then team sports is just like you're interacting with people the way you would in, in the normal world. Honestly, the more I get into what people need more, it's probably I'd probably lean towards team. Teaches you it it teaches you how to work with others in a way that you still have to carry your own weight. There you go in real time. She worked it out for you. Uh Kazavi on Joiner. I got married at 23. The agreement is that the other person is willing to love even the person you become in the future. So, um, 100% and Matt and I have been together for a while now and there is, um, we do have a pretty significant age gap and he kept letting me know that. And I kept letting him know that as I was like, we're just going to grow for a few years and decide that if we, if, if he never, ever, ever wanted to stop me from an opportunity. And he was always very clear on that. Like, he's like, I knew, I remember where I was at in, at 23. So that's an honest talk. Yeah. Always. 
Um, so, so Howie, just uh, Howie, do it. I th do it. I think you misunderstood what I was saying. I, I, I personally want things taken out of my life. I, th I think maybe you, you meant you thought it as a negative thing. I see it as a positive thing. He's saying marriage doesn't take away. It adds 23 is only young in America in 2023. I was married at 21 and I've been married for 35 years. Wouldn't change a thing. We grew together and, and kudos to you for that. I also have been with my wife for almost 30 years and it's the crowning achievement of my life. I, I truly mean that, but that, that relationship is the crowning achievement of my life. But, um, by takeaway, I mean, I don't want things on my mind. I want to be free for things. I uh, free mm -hmm. from things. I want less things in my garage. I want less clothes to choose from that I have to wear. Oh, we need to talk about that real quick too. Uh, and I, 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 I want to be free from things. So I'm guessing by free from things, I mean, did she marry Matt? And then she doesn't have to worry about that. Does it help somehow solidify the relationship in the most superficial sense that he isn't going to date another woman? But 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 that's what I meant. Does it free her? Does it does it free her from any concerns? Does it does it lighten her load, her burden of thought? That's what I meant. Um, I I, I totally understand. I totally understand what you're saying. But I, I mean, I guess in a sense, I mean, I never felt like we were at a situ at a situation where that that was ever a concern for me. And part of that is like we're literally around each other 24 seven working here at, at the gym and everything. Um, but I think what I felt when we got married, which things aren't like much different at this point, besides the fact that we're, that we're legally married. Um, the only thing I felt, boom, next chapter, we open the book. Let's go run with this thing now. Like there's no, no other things to worry about. Like, I, I guess that I do kind of feel that in, in a sense, like it lifted a, a burden. Yeah. It was just like, we check mark this thing and, and, and it's going to be amazing. And my, uh, Jeffrey know. Birchfield, uh, I was 26. My wife was 22 when we married. Everything's hunky dory. Uh, Susan Krikava. I was married at 17. Uh, 23 isn't too young. Um, uh, uh, here we go. Uh, y Yanni divorced at 30. All right. All right. All right. Good way to fuck that up, Yanni. Thank you. We were on a roll. I appreciate it. Um, Corey Leonard, uh, team sports teach you to get along with everyone, even people you may not like. I'd like where that question, that, that, that answer went. It made me really think about it just because I've been in individual sports my whole life, but I think so many people, especially in this day and age where we're not around as people, we can get away with a lot of technology and everything and not be around as people as much. But team sports do make you learn how to communicate with others, but you do end up like still having to pull your own weight if it's a successful team, you know? Like, I like where that question went. Hey, isn't this a fucking cool show? Yeah. Look at this. Watch this. This guy, Howie, we were just talking to him, and now he gets to contribute back again. He says "Get being married adds stability. Mm -hmm. Like kind of – I just got schooled a little bit in real time. Like I'm, I'm thinking like I'm all wise because I'm getting rid of shit, and he's like, but it adds stability. And that's huge. He's right. It does, and, and you know what puts the beautiful, most – Beautiful three words. It's cool. Thank you, Howie. What puts the most confidence in me and Matt and our relationship – is Matt is just as hard of a worker, if not a harder worker than me. And I'm like, that's. Oh yeah. That's I like hard. that. You got a little that's competition. Hard. Yeah. I like mm -hmm. that. I like mm -hmm. that. 
yeah, we're always busting our butts over here. Hey, that's how I feel about my coaches. I want to, I'm in competition with my kids' coaches. And if I ever feel like I'm beating them, they're done. Yeah. Like if I feel like, do, do you know what I mean by that? Like, I do like that. Like, that, that like, the effort, like I want to yeah. feel uncomfortable when I, I want to feel bad when I don't bring my kid to class. I want to yeah. know that my coach kind of, even though I'm paying them, I want them to be like, like the other day, the tennis coach was like, Hey, it would be nice if you could get a steady flow of not missing a class, any of your kids for a few weeks mm-hmm. because we had all the rain and shit. And I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. He, I okay. like just yeah. putting that pressure on me. He's winning. Mm-hmm. He's showing mm-hmm. me he's more committed than I am. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, David weed, uh, you all need to relax and mind your own business, dude. We're, we didn't, we didn't ask her the last time she fucked. Like we're just chilling. We're just, just relationship talk. You chill, David and smoke a blunt and chill. Chill. We're just, uh, hi David. Hi, look at Yeah. Hi Dave. David's a very aggressive man. Uh, a regular listener of the show. Okay. Ken Walters. I've been married 32 years and I still am shirtless. Uh, I've been married 32 years with my wife, 35 years. Sometimes it adds, sometimes it subtracts to my day. <laughs> uh, David says, uh, he's, he's in Spain. David says, hi. Oh, I feel like if you guys can recognize like the way it adds and subtracts, I mean, you guys are winning, right? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, this is such a, this is all part of my, my life right now. Like recently married, getting into the games. We've covered, covered all the bases. Yeah. Thank you. You're a fantastic human. Uh, good luck. We will be watching. Um, I'm probably going to talk less shit, less shit about you than ever before. Uh, I'm, I'm a, if, I'm, if you I'm do, a believer. It's encouraging. Okay, good. But I'm a believer. You made me a believer. I'm, I'm a fool. Thank you uh, so much. Rebecca Fusile fan. Rebecca yeah. Fusile fan. What about hey? What about a um? Has that guy a Wad Zombie ever reached out to you about doing a, a Rebecca card? He did a long time ago, and he recently followed up that he was switching over some things. But I'll, uh, I'd like I'll, to have a Rebecca back here. I'll squeeze you. I'll squeeze you in between Danielle Brandon and Patrick Vellner. Yeah. Oh, and Colton Mertens. Oh, look, I keep Colton I have, right here. I, have, I keep I Colton chatted. on the desk next next to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have chatted with them a couple times. Okay, good. Those are very cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, tell the team over at Bolt, um, thank you very much. Tell Matt, thank you for letting us borrow his uh, amazing wife for the morning. And um, we'll be in touch uh, if there's ever anything I can do for you. Um, okay, one last question. Uh, Jan Clark, how long has Matt coached Rebecca? My whole CrossFit career. It's almost 10 years. Yeah. Awesome. All mm-hmm. right. Ciao, girl. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, bye. Have a good, have a good day. Bye. Thanks again. You too. Bye. Rebecca Fusile. Fusile. Like few, like not a lot. Fusile. Thank you, Jan, for the loop. Fusile. Uh, Trevor, see you at 405, Rebecca. She was 13. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. Sevi, is that a man bun? Yeah, I know. Oh, Jesus. Oh, do you guys really want to do it? Do you really do you really want to do the fucking talk about her and her fucking husband's age difference? Do you really want to do it? I don't want to do it. It came up on the last show. I don't want to do it. I don't want to beat a dead horse. Like I I I you, you, you're. I'm torn between uh, 
having confidence in her decision and in confidence in, in who she is. And, um, yeah, it's, I, I don't know if I want to talk about it. Let's keep it real, Sebi. I love you too. Thank you. Can't wait to have you back on actually. Um, <laughs> uh, listen i don't know anything about their fucking i don't i don't know anything about their relationship she's fucking she got married when she's fucking 22 or 23 you're not allowed to marry someone if you knew them before that they were 18 like what I, I, I don't know what the fuck i'm not As a parent, listen, as a parent, you'd be mortified. I can tell you a circumstance. I don't know how I don't know how old her husband is, but I can tell you a circumstance right now where you wouldn't be mortified. If your daughter was 22 years old, she married a guy who was worth $300 million and he was 44, you wouldn't give a fuck. I don't know. I don't know how old he is. I, 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 someone, someone, I don't know. I don't know how old he is. I, I, don't, I don't know that. She said there was a significant age difference. Okay. <sighs> it, isn't it funny? She, she like left the room and now we're all like, okay, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's figure this shit out. Uh, morning, uh, Del uh, De La Vasur. Morning, Savon. Finally caught a live show. Weekly dues. Thanks, man. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. I do. Uh, Jethro uh, Cardona. Uh, my neighbor is 24. She married a 53-year-old last year. Uh, can one of the uh, boys uh, marry a 50-year-old woman in 12 years if they knew her present day? Uh, I th I think so. Can she be forty? Fifty seems a little old. Can she be forty? Good question. And how much does she got in the bank? <laughs> uh, Trish, that's why you talk about it when they are in the room. Meaning, I fucked up the interview by not bringing it up. Well, thank you. Yeah, does she have four million dollars, Hillary? Yeah, exactly, four hundred million. Uh, oh shit, Mike McCassie. Uh, hello, mom, dad. It's me. It's me, uh, Cheryl. Um, I want to marry my counselor, minister, therapist. He's only seventeen. God, I saw something so fucked up yesterday. You guys want to see it? Where the fuck is it? Um, I saw someone sent me a clip of this show that's on Disney. It is fucking wild. I cannot believe this is a real show. You guys want to see it? You guys ready? This is... Yeah, she just seems very happy. She seems very happy. What? What am I avoiding? What do you want to talk about? Tell me. What do you want? I'm not. I'm not avoiding anything. 
I'm, I'm looking at the comments. I see some of you guys are fucking flipping out because she's had she, her coach was coaching her when she was 13 and now she's married to him. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you. Wait, uh, uh, Rebecca. Um, when was the first time um, you guys were naked together? I mean, I'm not going to ask her that. I'm, I'm not. So, I mean, maybe someone. That's her parents' job to ask her that. Uh, Kazavion, uh, this may be the first time I've actually seen Sevon avoid a subject. Like, he's growing. I like it. He's growing. I'd like to get Haley on again, too. So. Okay, here we go. He was watching her as a child for a long time. Then as soon as it was legal, he fucked her. <laughs> oh my god that that's like the cliff notes version that's like okay I, um oh here we go uh hi thank you fuck yeah you don't i didn't know you had controversial opinions like this are you gonna weigh in on this one second i have you on in the background <clears throat> you can hear me yeah you, you sound and look great thank you for thank saving you. me thanks I'm, you're just flying. You saw me. Later, you, you, yeah, you saw like fire all around me. You're like, fuck! I'll cut. You put on your fire suit and came in to get yeah, me. You're, you're freaking out <laughs> over here about this whole thing. Oh, hey, that other camera right. angle. You look. You look like you're 50 pounds heavier. And that that one. Yeah, because in because you're on the edge. Night. Yeah, you look all just like you look like like you look like. I just cool. worked out. Do I look huge? Huge, <laughs> huge. Nice. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm leaning out a little bit, like you. Hey, when I see Hiller wear street parking clothes, someone said, "Nice shirt, Hiller." I, you know what I see? I see that it's just, I see that he's running out of clothes, that he hasn't done the wash. Hey. He's at hey, the bottom hey. of the barrel. I don't mean that as a dig to street parking. I'm just telling you that's what I think. I, there's another one that I really like. It's black on black. It would be a cool CEO shirt, actually, if it was a black shirt with a lighter black CEO. I like it. I'm just I like that. it. Yes. Yes. Uh Travis, get on that please. Okay. Do, do are you going to weigh in? Or do you want to weigh in on yeah. are you Okay. Yeah. She was I'm 13. She had a coach. Um uh No, he could Why couldn't he have been Why couldn't he have been subtly Why couldn't he have been um like liked her, liked her and then he saw her blossom into a woman and then and then it and then it changed. Why can't, why can't that be um Eric Weiss? I don't have a chest vein right now. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that video yesterday with his chest vein, the uh, Eubanks video. Okay, go ahead. What do you What do you want to know about? Um... Well, I asked you a couple of questions. You wouldn't mind if one of the boys ended up marrying one of their present day. No, I wouldn't mind, but for some reason, I think it's different with boys. Well, should it be? It's like Milf Manor again, isn't it? I just think could there um... be a, a Dilf dungeon? Is that Is that something that the society would be cool with? I... Yeah, I, I don't think it's as cool as everyone thinks. I don't think your four, your fifteen year old boy should be fucking his twenty six year old teacher. I do think that that damages boys. As fun as us like boys, like as much as us boys think, oh, that sounds fun, fucking your drama teacher, right? Getting a blowjob from the twenty six year old hot chick at the high school. I, I still think it fucks your kid up. But if my son is uh, twenty years old and he married a uh, uh, 
45-year-old woman who's known him since he's been five. Um, I, I don't know. I guess I just trust how a woman's brain works more. I'm Really, my only concern is the fact that he could change. Like, what's going to happen when he wants to become a monk in five years or, or like, do some weird shit, right? And, no, that's uh, probably the biggest thing is a lot of the angry comments in here, they, they, they kind of think that who you are is who you always are. There is no changing. You, once you've done something, you're kind of done. So they're assuming that he's been this way forever, which is what I've seen is what they're saying is a grooming comment. I can't possibly imagine though. I see Alice and NYC in here freaking out. Can we send what her is, a link? Well, so, so uh, Philip Kelly Sevon with as outspoken as you are on the live show about these topics, such as grooming, it's not unreasonable to ask the dynamic of their relationship. She's prepared to answer those questions. Uh, I, I guess so. I don't even, to be honest with you, I don't even know what grooming is. When I think of grooming, I have to make up, uh, like, I don't have any experience with it, but what I think it is, is like, oh, God, right. I, I think grooming is, is like someone, a little kid comes to your house and you start offering them candy. And then somehow you lure them into your like I don't understand the the psychological dynamics of disarming we, a child is, and, is and urban dictionaryable. Is it, I I don't want to taint the show with Rebecca. That's that's what I don't want to do. I th I think but maybe I grooming. Think I've never thought about this clearly, but it's some convoluted uh, courtship, right? It, it's basically courtship for a child. I, I'm just saying that. There we go. You want me to pull it up? What it's like, it's like, it's like once she's that old, how is it any of our business? Unless you think she's being held hostage. I think that they're saying that because she was so young, this guy's had an agenda for a, an amount of time that that's the way that I view it. And if the, the agenda has been this entire time and the, the brain was kind of wiring its way in a certain way, the entire time, then she's just stuck that way. Yeah. It's almost like you train a dog to not pee in the house. And how do you do that? Well, when it's a puppy, you do things that make it go outside. I definitely, I definitely think that uh, I'm a hundred percent for dogs not peeing in the house. Just like I'm a hundred percent. There's no exception. There's no exception. Just like I'm, I'm a hundred percent against um, uh, a, a nineteen year old being with a thirteen year old. Like I, I like. Even if there was some circumstance where this thirteen year old was fucking developed like a twenty five year old, I don't give a fuck. I think we need to have those laws. Oh, here we go. Someone's going to tell me what grooming is. Uh, Sean uh, Lenderman, years of em emotional manipulation, but really it's unfair to be just like, oh, she walked in at 13 and this guy was like, yep, that's my wife in 10 years time to groom. But let me ask you this. Let's say he did think that. Wow, this I, I'm not sexually attracted to this girl, but I could see myself marrying her in 10 years. Then I... I, I and he didn't act on. I don't know. I just. I. I it, it. Here's the deal. He didn't. I don't. I, I. The whole thing why you're not supposed to have sex with kids is you don't want to harm them and sexualize them at a young age. There's there's like a, pre, a predatorial aspect to it. You don't want to sexualize kids. You will fuck them up forever. It's like giving them a fucking eating disorder that they'll be stuck with their whole life. And there, and there's no escaping once you have that. There's no escaping it. You can't get like to years and years of therapy. You escape. There's shit that can happen to us that you don't escape till you die. Sorry, go ahead, Hiller. What what perspective are you looking at this as? Are you looking at it as I don't even know how to look at him because I'm I'm stuck on the her to him perspective. 
You mean, what, do you, what do you mean by that? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean by happy. that? I just see it as a 23 year old married to a 40 year old. She just got married. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. I think I just saw her on a post of her on the internet somewhere on her Instagram. Like, what was it? Months ago, they just got married. Like, it's like a happy time of her life. And have you, I know you've never seen the movie Shallow Hell. I know you've never seen it with what's his face. Uh, the, the, the premise of the movie is the dude is super shallow. He only likes skinny girls, big tits, blonde, the whole shebang. And then I have seen up, that movie. You see, he gets stuck in the elevator with the dude with the giant hands, and and oh, all I don't of a sudden, Ray watches part. him, and yeah. the the chicks that he would have never talked to before, he sees as super attractive. Yes, yes. And he meets this chick, and he's in love with her, and he's going to get married, and then his buddy unbrainwashes him, and he says this quote, which is, "If everyone." Try to tell you that the woman you were dating didn't look like Wonder Woman, but you still saw her as Wonder Woman. Would it matter? And he goes, that's what I had with Rosemary. Because he saw her, and it didn't matter what everyone else said. So at this point, even if these people are Well, right, age is different. It's different um, finding... Even if these people We are have to right, protect our young people. That's the premise. We don't have to protect right. fat people. Okay. Right, right. Okay, okay. okay. We okay. just have to. We just have to protect young people. Here's the thing, dude. Someone, saying, for anyone knows, it could fast forward twenty years, and she's just as happy as she is today, and they lived a happy life, and this entire right. argument is pointless. <laughs> well, I think in the big picture, I'm I'm going to go with the assumption that everything's perfect there. Yeah. Oh, here we go. You're lying to yourself, Savon. Okay, hold on. Maybe about I, what? About what? what we I'm I, I'm not sure, but, but I'm I'm open to that. I've been known to do that. Um. <laughs> Uh, oh, and Melissa, let's be clear. Uh, grooming is not courtship. It's manipulation, brainwashing into improper relationships. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm with you guys. We don't even have the fucking facts. I just, I, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's any, 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 I don't know. I, I I I look at my three boys and and I I would think you're fucking crazy if you're if you're uh, a female and don't see them and think oh shit these are probably going to be great husbands when they get older, regardless of how old you are. I don't think that there's any. I don't. I I just if if well, maybe he I I I think you can see her and not be. I think you can see. I, I mean, she would. They obviously had a relationship, right? She was there. Um, she, he coached her. He's coached her for ten years since she's been thirteen. Why can't it have been something that just developed? I think it could have been. Yeah. I, don't I know. mean, I mean, it, here's the other thing. Let's just say that they they. Now, trust me, I'm the first one not to trust fucking guys. So, so I, if you think I'm lying to myself, I'm I'm open to that. I'm open to that. Everyone who's all angry, imagine everything is, let's just say, by the book, whatever that book might be. Yeah, right? like he didn't, like he didn't actually. Well, he can't. I hey, let when she was. Let me tell you something. There's no man on the planet who sees a hot 17 year old girl and doesn't think, well, that's a hot 17 year old girl. The thing is, is you just don't act on it. I, I'm guessing what you guys are thinking is is like, hey, there might be something wrong with a man who finds a 13 year old girl attractive. But if you're a fucking 20, if you're a fucking 25 year old man and a fucking 17 year old girl fucking walks into your gym and she's a fucking brick shit house that looks like a fucking blossoming woman, like every dude's like trying to like not stare at her, to be respectful. The healthy guys are trying not to stare at her. Wouldn't you say? 
Yeah. Yeah, like one of my friends comes over to my house and all of a sudden I haven't seen his daughter in two years and all of a sudden she's fucking got giant D tits and she walks in the house and says, hi, someone tries to come hug me. I ain't hugging her. <laughs> I'm being cool. Like I'm not hugging a seven. Yeah, I'm not hugging a seven. I'm just cool. I'm like, hey, girl, what's up? Nice to see you. You know, I'm, you, there's just like a modicum of fucking like. But I, but I, but I don't know the details of their relationship. So you you guys are suggesting that she could have been groomed and that she's still brainwashed and doesn't know it? Uh, Barry McCockner has Rebecca only dated Matt. That's the question. Call her high. Hey, Jethro. So like I said in the comments, my neighbor's 24. She married a 53-year-old. The 53-year-old is just as old as her dad, and he has kids her age. And I got to preface it as I thought it was so weird because I'm 49 myself, and I couldn't even imagine her even looking at a 53-year-old. But the dad was devastated. Her dad was totally devastated. Her brother didn't speak to her for two years. Fast forward, they have a baby. The dad is accepting. The mom loves it. The brother's talking to her, and everything is fine now. So unless we know about every situation with Rebecca and her husband, which we don't, of course, every situation is different, I think we turned this pretty good podcast from a great athlete who worked hard to talking about her unusual marriage as we're thinking it. That's just what I'm saying. We've brought our own fucking twisted fucking bullshit to it. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Good. I think, I think, dude, dude, what what if we're wrong? What if we're wrong? And it's like, yeah, fuck you. You guys are fucking naive. She was fucking groomed. So like Andrew said, we don't know it until, until it lays out. Okay. 20 years from that. All right, all right. But aren't we supposed to be protecting kids or it's too late? She's 22. It's like, fuck it. She's good. Is she 23? Yeah, she is good. Or 23. Right, we're not going to go back and unfuck this one. We'll just watch very closely from afar. All right, later. All right, thank you. Jethro, just being sane. Well, here's the thing. I came on because... I, I was what if re- the couple was gay? I, Definitely not okay if it's gay. All right, all right. I'm going <laughs> to talk. I'm going to talk. Okay. I came on because I was looking at the comments and Rebecca's on the show. And I think that it's ridiculous that there's people who are just like throwing this stuff at an amazing, like seemingly super happy athlete. And it's, it, it's just nuts to me. Like she's probably looking at those comments, like, come on guys. I, and I don't, I don't know. I just put myself into her position. And if she's sitting here and she's doing one of these, it's like, guys, she just got married. She's getting ready for semifinals. Like chill out. All right. Yeah. We, we think she's, she's good. She's good. And if she's not good, then that's on her too. She's living her life. Let it go. Let it be. It's all good. It's all good. God, I love you, Andrew. Thank you. I, I, I came out on my dude. She's good. Oh my God. Sevon. No, what? No, what? Tell me, tell me, let me know. Uh, Jeremy Garcia. Let's just be happy for her in her marriage. Respect the concept of marriage. I mean, dude, I, I'm, I think I love her. I think she's awesome. Dude, me too. She's cool. I can't. She said she weighed one twenty eight. Yeah, that's nuts, right? Hey, she's so strong. I didn't know she was that light. Um, when I was in the shower this morning, and that's where I do my best thinking. I was thinking, like, she makes it look like it's fun to be her. Like all these other people, you might be like, oh, yeah. "Hey, I want to fuck that person. I want that person's body. I wish I had that person's money." Like, she actually looks like it's fun being her. Like, fuck, that would be cool to be her. She's free. She has fun. She's 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 deep and she's funny. I I don't know. I think she 
I imagine if someone I think she's fucking like Hopper had sort of a personality. Oh, Jason Hopper. Yeah. Right. You know, he, he, he I think. Yeah, she, she feels like she's 200 years older than Jason. Right. Which is well, okay. It's not a dig at Jason. Does she Hopper just. Hopper admit that he says he feels or acts as if he's younger? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, remember. Oh, uh, Mr. Going on? Mr. Kelly, hi. Hey, what's up, dude? Okay, I just, I'm over here like chomping at the bit. I just need to say, look. Hiller, everybody Yo. I think in the chat agrees that Rebecca is great. Everybody sees how mature she is and what a great mindset she has. Now, with that being said, on a show like this, where topics like this are discussed, it's not unreasonable for the viewers to also question some of the behavior and the dynamic in their relationship. Now, sure. I understand wanting to respect her as a guest, and I think Trish did the best at respecting and uh, asking questions. But just like Trish said, she's married the guy. She's prepared to answer these things, right? She made the decision, like, I don't care. This is what I want. She's already ready to answer those questions. It's not unreasonable to ask, wow, he's been your coach for this long, yada, yada, yada. Is it hard for you to defend, defend it or when you see comments from people? Something along those lines. So it's easy to speak out about something when – it's not facing you. And then it's also easy to turn a blind eye when it is facing you. I'm just saying it's not unreasonable to, to question any of it, which I think is what the chat was doing. Like, okay, fair enough. Um, I, I get it. Let, let me just, let me, let me put some context to it. Hold on, Philip. I want you to hear uh, one thing. Uh, Sevon, would you let uh, Avi marry his tennis coach in 12 years? It, it's a dude. So, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't really trust dudes too much. Uh, let Let me uh, say this about Allison real quick. Let me come to Allison's not defense, but put some perspective on Allison and other super hot chicks in the world. Uh, first of all, Allison writes, "You'd be voicing a very different opinion if you had daughters in gymnastics instead of boys." The thing, the perspective that Allison has that I have fucking no perspective on is that ever since Allison's been thirteen. Every dude in the fucking world's been fucking when he sees her, his tongue falls out of his fucking mouth. Like she's a very powerful woman <laughs> with a shitload of fucking presence, and yeah, uh, uh, and, and I see her all the time. So that I mean, I I, I can't know that. Yeah, exactly. Matt Burns, seven. What if you had uh, three girls and not boys? Yeah, I don't fucking know. It's, so I, I'm I plead fucking complete ignorance on that. These. I, I only I don't know I didn't I, most of the dudes I hang around are really cool fucking respectable gentlemen. Um, you, you know, yeah. Hiller said he'd stay with his wife if he found out she was a dude. I, I mean, was gonna say that right. We have a fucking pretty uh, um, a pretty good group of guys. Um, so, so yeah, the, I mean, I it's it's a, it's two very different perspectives, right? Someone like Allison knows men way differently than we know men. So so. In, in well, the, I also found that interesting too. That in the chat, it was it was mostly men questioning any of it until Allison uh, turned the podcast on, and I was even wondering where are the women if 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 things like this um, are happening, why is it just men that are willing to say, "Hey, what's up with that?" and like just maybe like raise an eyebrow at something that looks like it could potentially be fishy. We aren't saying that there is, but it isn't unreasonable to ask and question it. So. Kids that are having like that are going through some shit and being molested. If we all just pretend like it's not happening, it does no good. But it also doesn't hurt to ask, like, "Hey, are you good?" Like, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to show you, like, from a different perspective. With yeah. all of that said, 
I understand it's a guest on your show and it is hard to maybe navigate through some of that. You don't want to, I just brought it up last ever come on. I, well, no, I would have brought it up to tell you the truth about this particular circumstance. I wasn't afraid to bring it up. I, I just felt like it came up last time and she's married now. And I thought now it just seemed like a uh, gossip, which I still do. And look, even Elise Carr Riddell, well, like yeah, yeah. Elise right. Carr Riddell saying something like my mom would say to me, a seven, if you didn't want to talk about it with her on, then you should shut the fuck up until she's back on or drop it. And you know what? And she's probably right. Well, and, and Hiller's right too. Like, I don't want to ruin her. This, this is all of this is like, this is like part two to the episode. You should maybe just cut this and make it a different one. But, uh, is this nobody i don't think anybody wants to to ruin her her interview on there she was great i was like damn this girl's like she's great also trish made some good points too she just trish is like i i don't i don't really know that i'm gonna take advice from a 23 year old even though she is saying some good things you know um but anyways uh i think that's why it, it is hard like everybody's piped up about it because it was never brought up in the interview and now we are all talking about it and trish even said that that's why you bring it up when they're on so uh, it's too easy to just throw words out in a chat and it just have no context. Um, so anyways, Hiller, I don't think anybody's angry, but you were making me angry well, by saying I was angry. Capital letters, you know, I read them and I go, <laughs> that, that's shouty. That's all. I know <laughs> Thank you, you Philip. All right, guys. All right, later. Uh, two, two of California Hormones Finest having a discussion here on the Sevon podcast, Philip Kelly and Andrew Hiller. Use code word Sevon. Get your free blood work, and uh, maybe a free. Or maybe Jessica. you could win. A, maybe you could win a free dinner with me. Uh, Jessica Valenzuela. Oh, peptides. Uh, Jessica Valenzuela. I'm concerned that Rebecca won't come by back on because of this topic. And I no, she. I promise you, she'll come back. To, to be or honest, she I get the link, and she can come right back in. Well, I have a. I have a. Me and her. Uh, I think me and her are so fucking good. Maybe I'm just. Um, maybe I think too highly of myself. I. We were chilling. She don't give a fuck. She'll be back on. Trust me. She don't give a. F she's so cool. I I I I I I feel her deeply. Like she's one of the homies. I feel like that might as well have been. Yeah, this is kind of sacrilege to say that might as well have just been like Rich Froney. I mean, she's cool. That that fucking chick is cool. She's easy. Agreed. So, Good episode. She's not watching now. She um she's working out. She's she's not watching now. All right, I feel her eye sockets. Yeah, like what? Was that no? Because because I was cracking jokes about her eye sockets. Her she's very unique. I, the shape of her eyes with the 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 this thing, the shape that her eyes sit in are very unique. I'm a fan of her. Comedy. You guys could start a club, the eye, weird eye socket club. You Hiller, you could be the vice president. Got weird eye sockets. I got a weird. This eye is different than the other. Well, no, just your bedroom eyes. Your eyes are fucking always fifty percent closed. They are. I don't know what that is. People used to think I was high all the time. And then I go, bro, I never smoked. <laughs> but the thing is, is you can still see as much as your eyeball as you can see of my eyeball, even though you're, even though your eyelids are closed halfway. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, if, like if I close my eyelids halfway, you'd never see my eyes, but your eyelids are closed, but I can still see your eyes. Cause your eye socket's so big. Yeah. Yeah. Sexy. Oh, eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Sexy. Yeah. Yeah. He has sexy eyes. Interesting. Yeah. Thanks Rose. <laughs> Did you see the comment in here? I don't know if you want to bring up any Z Zach Tillander. No. He, the song um, in here was comparing. He said that Frazier is the best male CrossFitter of all time, bringing him up against LeBron, and how the same people who say LeBron is the best of all time <laughs> are the same people who say 
Fraser is the best of all time, completely disregarding Froning in the equation. He, Jordan. He, he, he's just he just is completely lost. Glassman and he has proximity Fraser. bias. It's because he was with Matt. It was because he went to Matt's house. He got some of Matt's pheromones on him. Uh, Matt O'Keefe schmoozed him. The greatest schmoozer in the world, Matt O'Keefe, fucking loved up on him. Um, he ate some of Sammy's fucking home cooking. Um, they, 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 they worked him over. But the truth is, and we all know this, the greatest male CrossFitter in the history of fucking planet Earth is Rich Froning. Is he the fittest man for the longest amount of time ever? I don't know. But is he... Well, yeah, and he's the and let me tell you what, what, what uh, Matt Fraser has six individual titles, right? Five, five. He has five individual titles. Rich Froning has Rich Froning has four. Rich Froning also beat Matt when they went head to head. Oh, well, Matt was young in his career. I don't care. I'm just I'm just just stating the stats. Uh, Rich has fucking endless amount of fucking team wins. And if we called them out today. Rich would fucking could Rich could Rich could compete against Matt with Matt on his shoulders for every workout and still beat fucking Matt today. That's how fit Rich still is. Well, Matt's got a bum knee. Like, even if Matt didn't have a bum knee, <laughs> whatever. I know, you, I know, I know, I know. I, yeah. I agree with you. So it's like let, let the the fittest man who's ever walked on planet fucking Earth, hands fucking down, that we know that we have metrics on over over based on the crossfit methodology of um, time domains age all that is rich froning there's no question he's even better than tia like there's not the when you look at the big picture he's just the shit what do you think this comment means uh look at rich when uh rich look what at what rich did with mayhem versus what matt did with hwpo yeah yeah i would i I mean i have a bias to it hwpo is like strictly a fucking business and um um uh whatchamacallit is more like a church mayhem is is is, is, is just so crazy value driven fucking it, it's it's a it's a, it's more of a cult or a church or a yeah it's that's the way i take it and, and that's not a dig there's diff- different strokes for different folks you know so i also i also agree with this it goes froning yeah uh, yeah fraser He's the number so. three cross. I think so too. I think so too. Pretty soon I, it's going to be Froning, Tia, Maderos, Fraser. Well, and Mal O'Brien might fucking squeeze in there too. Yeah, pretty soon he's going to be the fifth best crossfitter of all time. He should have stuck it, in the game a little longer. If Mal beats Tia in 2024, I'm going to give her like an extra bonus. Well, wait a minute. Well, then the tie always goes to the winner for sure. Maybe the flip side of that. What if Tia comes back and beats Mal? Horrible for Mal. Horrible. Mal can never be better. Never. Than yep. Yeah. This is the exact same example as Froning and Fraser, though, because, yeah. yeah. Oh, baby. That would be an exciting time. I hope Tia comes back and lays waste to the competition. <laughs> I hope Mal fucking destroys the pack this year. I hope she makes it all fucked up. Oh, I hope she does this year, and I hope Tia beats her in the ensuing year and then wins the next 10 years. And everyone's going to go, wait a minute. Yeah, but remember that one year where Tia came back after a year off and still beat her? You had a kid. Grew a kid, grew a human in, in her. Uh, um, Tillander is just a kid who got home from summer camp and all of his friends from camp are his best friends ever. Trish is so spot on with everything she says. Uh, clock, uh, Froning lost to Holmberg uh, when they were like 20 guys uh, competing. Well, and then got beaten multiple times 
if I'm not mistaken, right? Even in the regional. From Rich? Correct. I don't, I don't think uh, Fruiting ever got beaten by Fraser, ever, anywhere. Maybe in the uh, open? No, this is this is uh, Froning is the OG goat. Fraser is the greatest, most well-rounded com- uh, competitor ever. No, it's actually it's actually Froning is the OG goat, and Fr- Froning is the greatest, most well-rounded competitor ever. That I mean that Ooh, the, you, you, you just said he's number three. Fraser's number three. Yeah, you you have it all confused. Twelve daily twelve daily dose is confused about a lot of things. Huh. Oh, David, Jesus, are you kidding me? Someone in the comments earlier said 12 daily doses doesn't come in on your shows with athletes. I read that comment and I was like, oh, interesting. People are paying attention to who is and is not in the comments section based upon what the show is about. Uh, Amanda Stack, uh, Talander is jumping on whatever bandwagon will get him more views. I used to like his content. What about what about uh, um, Tucker Carlson getting fired from Fox? I thought he was the only reason people watched Fox as in I'd go over to a house and that was on the TV and I'd, that's all I would ever see on Fox news. Fox news has 92 of the top 100 shows on cable period. Well, people now 91 need, people need to get a life. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> isn't it? That one network had fucking 90. How about that dude Don Lemon got fired? That racist f- dude that they had over at CNN got fired finally. What's crazy is they have so many fucking racists over there. I don't know what's taking so long. And then did you see what happened? What did you do? Do you know what they're saying? Why they fired fucking uh, Tucker Carlson? He said something in a group chat, right? No, that was okay. originally what it is. Now it's something else. I actually looked into this because I don't like to be completely <clears throat> out of the loop. What was it? So. I wonder if I can find the article. So basically what happened is uh, Rupert Murdoch and the Fox News people wanted to get rid of Trump. And they did not want Trump uh, uh, running for re-election in 2024. And so when January 6th happened, they they wanted to tell the spin that Fox wanted to spin the same story as CNN about January 6th, that it was some sort of massive riot. Right. And that it was this crazy takeover of the Capitol and that the U.S. government was almost overthrown. It's crazy, right? Like these dudes. Uh-huh. I mean, you've seen the footage, right? It's just like dudes yeah, with cops walking around, around people smoking weed. Yeah. 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 So, um, but, um, but Tucker Carlson knew that that wasn't true and wanted to um, report the true story about it. He, but they wanted Trump out and they wanted a different Republican in Fox news did. And so, and, and, uh, and Tucker Carlson wanted to tell the truth about January 6th. And, uh, and, and and so they they whacked him because he's because uh um because he he wanted to tell the truth. That's why. That, that, I mean that's and they have an email now. They have emails going back uh with uh with um uh they have emails going back and forth that have been revealed. God, I wish I could fucking pull them with the guy who used to be head of the Senate. I'm trying to fucking remember his name. Does anyone know his name? Who is the guy who used to be um, Paul Ryan? There it is. Thank you. Damn, Eric, you're on top of that shit. Yeah, this is the shit that's probably not going to come out too. Paul Ryan, former Speaker of the House, is on the board with Fox. Yes, maybe even the chairman. So Paul Ryan, who's the former Speaker of the House, is now a consult. He's basically like the number three guy in line for the presidency behind the vice president. 
um, he Where was are you in line for that? You know, 17. Um, no, good question. Fair question. Um, uh, basically he's now a consultant with Fox and they, and they, they got some correspondence between Paul Ryan and, 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 and people in Fox. And basically the whole thing was, is because they didn't like, uh, t- they didn't want Tucker to tell the truth. And Tucker's been saying that now for about a year that he's tired of being played. You know, he used to be on CNN. Did you know that? Absolutely not. Yeah. He used to bat for the other team. So, What's going to happen next? Where's he going? Um, YouTube? Isn't it so funny? Fox News just admitted to the world they lied to you for months, and my guess is people will continue to watch. Dude. Dude, what? I I mean, it's, it, it's one. There were some, uh, there were some election, there were some election machines, right? Made by a company called Dominion. And everyone Everyone has accused these Dominion machines of being fucked up. Uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, Joe Biden, uh, Donald Trump, uh, um, uh, Kamala Harris. There's video of everyone accusing these machines of being fucked up. Everyone accusing these machines of being fucked up. And Fox reported that these machines were fucked up knowing that the evidence showed that they weren't fucked up. Even though – even though they really are fucked up. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of hard to get your head wrapped around, right? Like everyone knows these machines are have been compromised. Everyone knows that. No one, no one's in denial of it. All the Democrats know it. All the Republicans know it. But Fox got some report basically saying um, that the machines weren't compromised, but they reported saying that they were compromised. And so they lied based on the facts that they knew were wrong, even though they, they were right. But it, 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 it's, it's really convoluted. And so they lost the lawsuit for like $780 million. They, they had to pay damages. Right, okay. And so he's yeah. saying that because Fox lied about these fucking machines, that you shouldn't believe anything that they say. I mean, it's retard talk. It's it's like such small picture talk. Whereas just last week, the fucking former director of the CIA came out and said that they were completely trying to manipulate the um, uh, election to get Joe Biden, Biden to win. He's testified in the, in the House saying that. Who, who, who's this? BlackRock. Yeah, but so BlackRock's the fucking company that fucking owns everything. Yeah, I mean, this is now Scott Perkins is like what, saying what, what really smart shit. What do you mean? Uh, what they uh, so there's these three or four companies out there that fucking own everything. Meaning, um, meaning, uh, let's say there's Fox News and that there's ABC and that there's NBC and these are all and then there's Toyota and then there's Boeing and they're yes, all publicly yes. traded companies. These companies have so much money invested into all of them through the stock market that they basically put people on the boards of those companies and then those companies then collaborate together to make the most amount of money. That's the what the Illuminati is and all that shit. You know what I mean? Got it. Okay. So so yeah. So so base yeah. Okay. So, so, so there's that. And, and because it's so massive, the kind of the thing moves slowly, but, but it is, um, yeah, private equity. Thank you. Look at Paulina. This girl's only fucking 23. She can explain it better than me. Paulina. What I guess what I need to know now is this may be true. What Dose is saying Fox settled the case because if it went to trial, the extent of the lies was going to be at the forefront. Doesn't even matter. He's like stuck. He's like, he's like, stuck so small picture it's crazy but i appreciate it and you're doing that by the way you're getting stuck at small picture so you can continue to lie to yourself but it's fine it's fine which tv show do you watch then i don't watch any tv i just watch clips on youtube 
but I really enjoyed, and I would go back and forth between clips on CNN and and Tucker uh, quite a bit. But but even but the other shows on Fox, like I like. Did you watch any Fox? Like I don't any watch clips? TV. Gut, but watch, on YouTube, exclusively you, movies. Oh, you don't watch any like YouTube clips? Like, oh, you're 21. God damn. Paulina. Did you meet her? She was at um, the Broken Science thing. I don't remember. Don't remember. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for where the conversation's going because I just want to know where Tucker's going. And Don, I think they're going to go open their own news station. That'd be sick. I would love it if Tucker went to CNN. That'd be It'd awesome. be cool if they had their own thing and they were still doing their own stuff just with one another in the same room fighting one another. Oh, Dan, you oh, met her. I, I wonder if – was she with her boyfriend or husband? Because then I do remember. No, she was solo. She was solo. You can't talk about um, Dominion. You can't. You, I think you can talk about this stuff. I don't think – I think it's just the 49ers you're not allowed to talk about. Oh, you want to talk about something crazy? Yeah. Okay. So I, I've had this kid on the show – in love with he's uh, Tyson Bajan. It's my it's my. Did he get um, drafted? Well, here we go. Thursday the draft starts. Okay, right. and all these fucking assholes who are my friends in the comments here always make fun of me. Like he ain't getting drafted. He ain't getting drafted. Right. Well, the teams that are interested in you before the draft send you T-shirts and hats. So when they draft you. You can put it on and they can get the photo off. So he got some t-shirts and hats. A bunch of them. A bunch of them. I'm so excited for Tyson. I'm so excited for Travis. I'm more excited for Travis than Tyson. Cool. Yeah. My friend Travis is like so fucking in love with his kids. And I just like, I'm just tickled that. Uh, That's interesting. So, yeah. It's so, yeah. Isn't it? I, I isn't didn't know it? that part of the draft that they get the apparel before. Yeah, I didn't know either. He sent me a picture the other yesterday of like um uh of uh some of that shit with like some handwritten letters from the teams and I was like, I don't get it. And he called me, he's like, Listen, ding dong, and he explained it to me. I was like, Holy shit. Holy did shit. Did he tell you the teams or no? Um doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, he did. He did tell me. I did I kinda don't want to I don't know how much I'm supposed to say or not say. I wouldn't. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't say anything. I, I, I've uh, spoken with here. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. This this up. team said that they're going to pick him in the third round. Look at this. I just sent it to you in the private chat. Oh. <laughs> That'd be sick. Oh my god! If that happened, that would be crazy. I tell. I tell you one more team that they were also uh, interested in the third round here. More than interested. Interesting, right? Cool. Uh -huh. yeah. I'm so, but it is unheard of. I mean, it's 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 crazy town banana pants. But I'm, uh, but they've they reached out and uh, tell everybody so. that this is happening on Thursday, right? Uh, th Thursday is the first 32 pick. I guess there's 32 teams, and each of them gets one pick on Thursday, and then on Friday something else happens, and then on Saturdays, I guess it's a three day event. I meant the comment that I pulled up, but the draft is also happening on Thursday, right? Yeah, what else is happening on Thursday? Our show, State of the Union show? Yeah, Cornolio. Oh, that's good. 
We're talking. Oh, you're not going to want to miss Thursday's show. Listen, listen. If you like CrossFit, I'm just going to tell you this. Thursday night show with me and Hiller, you do not want to miss. Can we send Bajan a, a link and just have him walk around with a cell phone the day of the draft? <laughs> yeah. Well, we, I mean, I'll try to get him on the second I find out uh, uh, what team he gets. I didn't mean to team. kind of bounce back and forth between topics there, but I just thought no, it's it okay. Cool. Thursday show is going to be dope, though. Thursday evening show with me and Hiller is going to be fucking wild. It's going to be. Did you watch the Eubanks video I made? You might see me get really fired up. Yeah. Oh, I mean, do you want feedback on that? Yeah. Is it trash? No, I think you cut the first three minutes. I just like, I just, it just turns into basically, it's just like, it goes from just like, okay, um, he's just getting kind of like just pelted with pebbles to holy fuck, he shit the bed. I mean, the last 10 minutes is a fucking train wreck. Where I'm getting all naked and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, so I watched two minutes of it and I was like, oh, this is like, whatever. And then, so then I, I left and then I came back and I watched the, another three minutes. And I'm like, whatever. And then all of a sudden in the sixth minute, I was like, oh shit. Then the, I think it's a 15 minute long video. And the last 10, that's oh, is it? Yeah, and then totally the last fucking 10 minutes, I'm like, wow, Eubanks is a fucking tool. How does he keep his job after this? I mean, you fucking demolish him. Well, he demolishes himself. You, you don't think that it needed any sort of premise? Like, you kind of need to know the beginning of the book in order to get to the climax or you don't know what's going on? Or no, you don't think it needed that? I I don't know. I don't know because I'm in that thread and I have such perspective on the whole thing. You guys keep me in the know. So I, I, that's that's a good point. Rolling I just the ring into the fires of Morador doesn't mean anything if you didn't watch the first two movies. Okay, okay. I still have no idea what you're talking <laughs> but I, but about, but I, but I, I hear the spirit of what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, he – yeah, that was uh, – I, I, the thing is, too, is I can't believe that video – oh, the intro is dope. So that was good. Yeah, the intro is dope. But the part before it says Hiller Fit, mm-hmm. yeah, that was yeah. otherworldly. That was so okay. – I love that techno shit. But that video should have 20,000 views. I think it's at 10 and so and so i just feel like if you went straight to the train wreck um it, it, more people- at twenty thousand. also I, I brought this up in the middle of the show you know who this guy is it, this is your freaking lizard man that you don't know about he's up here hands in walking oh uh, tudor magda no this is matt Rattay, not this guy oh is matt Rattay? oh Wow. Yeah, he's quick. This is 2015. This Don't get me. Seven seconds, seven seconds. CrossFit hates me. Seven seconds. Hey, um, do you... Pause. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> CrossFit hates me. <laughs> Scotty Perkins, Sevy the Podcast is working through Spotify perfectly. Thank you guys for helping me find the episodes. My drives back are... Uh, are back to being fantastic with you guys. No problem. Thank you. I don't know what we did. Hey, does that guy games? Does that guy have games potential? He's he's the guy who won the lift off every year. Wadapalooza when they would have it over at Bayside, he would just he's incredibly strong and his shoulder strength is crazy. So he's very good on his hands like that. But he can clean injure something like four hundred five, and he weighed one. He's like your body weight. But in, oh, and wow, games potential. I don't know what he I think the engine was missing. 
Uh, what's up with Fit Wars? I haven't talked to Wads on. I think it's the the season kind of got in the way. So the open had rolled around, and then now we're in quarterfinal, semifinal swing. And we had a couple of female athletes lined up, but one of them fell through, and then it got too close to the season. Today's a tough day for me. Why? Because, no, we have family from out of town. We have we have very close friends from out of town coming, who I'm yeah. very excited to see. Which means that we're not going to do any of the normal stuff we normally do on a day today. So today, normally, I have I would leave here, um, and I would immediately, you know, start my parade that I do with the kids, parade the kids around town to all their shit, and instead, we're just going to go to the beach and hang out. And that's going to be hard for me. Mm-hmm. You're out of your circle. Yeah. Uh-oh. Mm. Oh, 12 Daily Doses is angry today, dude. Dude, this dude's angry all the time. And now someone's going to get angry at me for saying angry. Yeah. <laughs> Right, well, this is this is new for him. He's coming with facts. Fraser won the games by an average yeah. of over 200 <laughs> oh, points no. every year. Great, great point. Great point. Damn, Fraser was dominant. Great fucking point. Or the field was weak. But man, he <laughs> and, and not only that, daily doses. I'll give you this. He he wanted to put it to people. He's he wanted angry. to he wanted to win all three podium spots that one year. Some shit he said. So that's I I feel you. Only one time was he challenged. Um, he could have taken the last day off of four or five years for only one by 100 or more one time. Fraser go. I hear you. Thank you for putting that together. Um, fair enough. It's a good argument. I, I mean, I still disagree with you, but you, I've heard <laughs> I, you, I've laid out the phoning argument, but man, it's good shit. Phil, not angry. Someone says he's always angry. He says he's never angry. I, I, I knew what I said that. <laughs> Oh, he's always he's always angry. He's a Sevy. Does the marine layer ever leave the beaches there? Uh, I, I yes, all yeah, all the time. I, I agree. It's it's stronger every year. Okay. Oh, okay. he's the most positive guy ever. You know, I'll, I'll I'll buy that too. I'll believe you. I'm gonna let that in there. The most positive guy ever uh, has a comment. maybe. That's what I'll start calling shoot. you. Oh shoot! Oh no! What? This comment messed me up because I'm a strong advocate that Babe Ruth Babe Ruth sucks. I think he. There's people I know who swear that if Babe Ruth played in today's game of baseball, he'd keep up. Hey, but this is the thing, Stephen Flores. This is doesn't this th- this is such a great. I'm so glad you brought this up, dude. This guy dominates the teams. This holds no water. He's fucking Babe Ruth and fucking I don't know any other baseball player. LeBron James. Yeah, he's Babe Ruth and your mom James. It's like. Dude, he uh, – I love you all too. Thank you. Positive. And now he's giving Thank you money. That's- yeah, this dude always gives money. This is the richest dude in the podcast. All right. Cool. Hey, uh, that that's not even true though, what Stephen Flores says. Froning, froning one individual and then went over to teams and cleaned house. And I don't – I can't put him in the bucket of like a team player. He brings validity to the team's competitions. He's the shit, man. You guys are tripping. There's no Babe Ruth at all. The only component that we'd be curious about Rich not being able to do is just a recovery from individual event after individual event after individual event. He's, I, I you're, you're wrong. He's by staying in teams. He's proven that uh, he's the best ever. That's how he did it. They can't be used against him. That's how he did it. I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, and I'll address this too. The teams are full of amateurs. Now here's the thing. 
they are full of amateurs, but at the very top, they're not full of amateurs. There were people who are actually outliers, who are actually better than the best individual games athletes in certain domains. They're the strongest people on the teams, the fastest people on the teams. There's some outlier weirdos in there. And so to win the teams at that top level, those top three or four teams are out of this world. And so, uh, it, yeah, it's it, it's filled with amateurs, uh, but um, but but at the very but they're just fluff at the very top. They're uh, they're the shit. I just pulled this up. Uh, the team, what the teams is full of amateurs. Oh, Froning Steel and Fraser's jock. Oh yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> he stole his jock too. Yeah, that's what he thinks about your claim that he's better. Is I'm gonna steal your jock and your championship. See you later, dude. There was a good <laughs> comment in here. But, however, he is going to get smoked by Sam Dancer at the CrossFit Games this year. And Holy maybe in the one event maybe in the one event that Sam competes in, but that's it. Well, if, if, if a Dancer makes it through, Froning's done. He's not winning. Oh, Mason's just – Mason is just on my jock today. When you can pull best three here. teammates every year and provides best team training atmosphere, it's not that – Jesus Christ. Ooh. That's that, harsh. That, that doesn't even make sense. Well, you can't apply that to the year when he had with Dre and Tasia and yeah, he were, did, he it. won with a fucking cameraman, right? Well, was Dre the cameraman at one point? Uh, and who's, who's his cousin? The the Hewitt? No, Hewitt's not his cousin. The other dude. There's oh, another. Uh, 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 Hudsucker. Yeah, Darren. Yeah, yeah he won with a bunch of random people. Eric, why Sam Dancer will break in the second event? If he doesn't. I hope it when he does break, I hope it's like during an event so we can see it. It doesn't happen in the back. Like that run last year? Yeah. I'm broke. just telling you, I, I said this in a video that I put out today. The, with the way the programming's going, it's looking awfully good for Dancer. That's that's all I got to say. Uh, Philip Kelly, uh, Kalipa would have won team against Froning if Miranda didn't injure her knee mid-competition. Yeah, I, I agree with that, too. Oh, is, is Extra Sloppy trying to say Noah's the third best crossfitter ever? Men, men. Extra Sloppy. Uh, Mary, fuck or kill? Rich, Matt, or Noah? Oh, Matt, Noah. oh, that's what that means. Um, I'd probably kill Fraser. <laughs> I would marry Froning and bang Noah. How about you? Yeah, that, that's good. I like that. I, like I don't that. know. I, I just don't think. No, I, I like that. That's really good. That's good. Froning's just a good dude. I'm not saying Matt's not, but I just yeah. watched that Tellender video. And but I, but Noah I, looks like he needs I to get I couldn't make it through the Tellender video with him on there, so I can't marry him. And Noah's way better looking than him, so. I didn't. Yeah, I have nothing nice to say. Okay, uh, Fraser. Let's put that in like a different person, like Fakowski Fraser. I probably bang Fraser. Then I don't know. <laughs> uh, I uh, I just want to thank Rebecca uh, a few Soleil for coming on the show. Uh, what a fantastic guest. Loved her. Um, oh wow, Noah. Yeah, she'd like to bang Noah too. He seems generous. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Girls are so nice. Ah, he'd be. Instead of like he'd eat that pussy for a month, 
It's like he seems like a very generous man. That's how I read it too. <laughs> thank you. Uh, okay. Um, thank you, Andrew, for coming on and saving me. Uh, I don't think I, I did. I don't think I uh, saved you. Oh, I okay. But thank you, uh, Hiller, for being a witness. As I got, um, uh, I don't think you died either. I just, I just came on here and hung out. As I took an ass whooping. Okay. Uh, Allison, thank you uh, for your great contribution. Doses, thank you. Brandon Waddell, thank you. Uh, Dilberry, thank you. Olivia, thank you. Bailey Walker, thank you. Thank you to all of you. Sloppy, Trish, The Clock, Eric Wise. Oh, my God. Uh, Watkins even thrown in. Jethro Cardona. Cordona, Cardona, thank you for uh, calling into the show. Chelsea even Miller. Flores. Uh, Katie, talking. Uh, please don't use that word around here, Hunsucker, but um, thank you for your comment. Uh, okay. Oh, here we go. Q Johnson. I'm behind, but they definitely made a movie about a teacher sleeping with a student and the effects of it. Okay. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> uh, Hiller and I, Thursday night. You don't want to miss it. Bye-bye.